Welcome to IC Star Wars. Avengers, assemble! I am the famous pirate Nopes McGinty. You're gonna see the Nacho Man, Danny Chavez. Eclectic Collective. I am your host, Michael Havens, creator of the Imperial Commissary. Get it on, bang a gong, clock on. Leave us alone, Mel Brooks. In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds. Here is the Eclectic Collective in the ICCC. Hello, podcast world. We are the Eclectic Collective. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. I'm Ryan. I'm Micah. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike Havens from ICCCon. Yes, for those of you listening, this is our first podcast. Kosh, kosh, podcast. Kosh, kosh, kosh. We it's all know. Started. We all know you don't know English. No, 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 no English. Uh, this is our first podcast mashup. Wonder Twins powers activate. Form of a bucket of water. water. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you always go to the water? Because that's what he always did. He he was always a bucket of water, and she was always something cool. The fog is the best. The fog. It was. It was his one venture out into something else, Mm. but it was still like water evaporated. Well, that's what Batman (laughs) utilized all the time was the fog. Listen, man, mashups work. You remember that Magnum PI with Murder She Wrote? Uh. Top notch. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Looks like we're technical having a technical difficulties. difficulties. I don't know what happened there, but oh, we lost audio for a second. Yeah, but are we still back. going? Yeah, yeah we're, we're still yeah, we're here. All right, Ooh. we're going. Uh, so, uh, you know, yeah. So again, we're uh, doing a podcast mashup with uh, Michael Havens and the ICC. Hello, Woo-hoo. welcome, yes. welcome. Uh, Thank you for having me. We're excited me. about the con Thank coming you. up, man. Uh, we're glad that you have, uh, you know, agreed to do this with us. Uh, no. You know. Please, man. I'm honored to be here. I, I, I love coming on anything like this and just talking about, you know, growing this hobby and making it cool for all of us. I mean, yeah. we're stuck here in Middle Tennessee and it's been thin at best for I, convention stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yes. on that one, man. We, uh, yes. we grew up here and uh, like I didn't get my first convention until a small one came through in Nashville downtown and like we have been missing out. Like you can get all kinds of music here. Oh, yeah. But you can yeah. get conventions here, yeah. Yeah. which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't think I ever really heard of a con until me and you went to one. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know they existed until you were telling me about the one in Knoxville. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's well, the thing. Have, yeah, we, we've been uh, having to travel. Yeah. So, really, yeah. this is completely selfish. I just want to stop getting on airplanes, and I like no, to sleep I agree. in my own bed. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, and, <laughs> and we want to support this. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Hands down. So. so, come on out locals. Yeah. Uh yeah, it, you know the biggest one that was closest to us was Lexicon. Yeah, yeah, Lexicon. yeah. That's the yeah. one that we would travel to, but 
Yeah, we never had one like this one in Nashville. I think that's great. No, it's nice and big. I want to keep it growing and, you know, with more and more people helping and getting the word out like you guys and all mm-hmm. the other people that help, it's really started to grow. Um, it's made my life a lot easier. I have a lot of people helping. So that is going to keep growing this, keep making it larger, keep getting higher and higher guest stars until it's a major premiere con because <laughs> Nashville can handle it. There's yeah, a ton of absolutely. nerds here, man. Oh, I know absolutely. half of them. <laughs> yeah. So do you live out in the Franklin area? Or I'm in no Nolensville, man. I'm about ten oh. minutes from here. Yep. Um, I love huh? Nolensville. It's nice and quiet, and yeah, I have like, like a barn, area. and I sit on my porch, and people leave me alone. It's wonderful. Come over, have a cigar. <laughs> how uh, how close? Now you're are speaking you my to, language. You how close are you to the Ren Fair? Uh, probably ten minutes, fifteen minutes, because it's all the way down on ninety six, yeah. right? Going between Murphy's Bro there, but I like the Renaissance Fair. We go, uh, my wife and I, we go out there every year and check yeah, it out. Yeah, I love the Ren Fair. Yeah, so have uh, some grog, yep. or mead yeah. rather. It's mead at mead. Renaissance Fair. And a yeah. big old turkey leg. Yeah, sure enough. Stop your making me hungry. Yeah, I was about to say, oh man, yeah. I like those Joker fries where they spiral that potato with the bacon oh, and the God. cheese. Oh, it's the so good. It's so my good. my yeah. one weakness there is the uh, fried Twinkie. Fried Twinkie. Oh yeah, those are. <laughs> you could do that yourself, but it's never the same. Never the same. You know, they there. got this uh, over here. Uh, if you go up 65, they got this flea market on the left-hand side. You know, the giant one? Yes. And there's yeah. a cart there, man, and they do fried Twinkies and fried Oreos, and they have toys. So, man, why did you have no. to say that? I'm on a diet. I can't do that. Now I'm going to have to go up there. I'm on one of those too, man. But sometimes you end up different places than you started out. Oh, that's yeah, what well, cheese days I, are for, though. Exactly. Yeah, that's where there you go. <laughs> yeah, I dove into your donuts there a minute ago. Uh, there might not be a lot left on a cheese day. <laughs> well, I told them when I showed up, I was like, man, the rule was like, in Connecticut, you know, I'm originally from Connecticut. And they go, the rule is if you show up somebody's house before 10 a.m., you better be bringing Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> 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 Which he did. I just want to point that out. He it's did, more of a rule than anything He did else. bring us Dunkin' Donuts, and it was uh, it was delicious. I, had, I ruined I everyone's had cheat day. That's what I did. Hey, there's <laughs> nothing right. wrong with that. We there's started early, man. That day. means we all get ice cream late. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> exactly. Every day's a cheat day for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the eclectic uh, is going to start first. We're going to get to know you, Michael, if that's okay, uh, for the fans of this show. Sure, yeah. Uh, to get to know you, how you started and everything. So... What was your childhood like, man? What what got you into this field that you're in? Um, well, this field I'm in isn't even what I'm in. Uh, I actually have well, other jobs. Yes, yeah, but, uh, you know, yeah. I know that you have uh, your day jobs. <laughs> I but do. We're gonna get to your day jobs, but let's talk about the field of uh, you know, like Star Wars collecting. Yes, yeah. Star Wars yeah. collecting um, or any really anything nerdy that collecting. Yeah, is, no, Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars had me since I was a little kid. Um, what happened is I had this tape it was taped off of tv that's way back in the day with ever you wanted to watch something you couldn't oh, just yeah. like buy a yeah. videotape they right. were like nine hundred dollars you know for right. a videotape so we taped it off the tv and uh i had a copy it was a new hope um the mm-hmm. original star wars from 77 uh, my brother taped it because he was into star wars had a couple of the toys down at my grandma's house that's how i got into the toys but i'll get there later but um <laughs> so i had this copy of uh a new hope only star wars i've ever seen only star wars i ever knew about And I watched it, and every time I watched it, you know, it ended, and the Death Star, uh, they're going, and Luke's going to fly into the Death Star, and then Vader comes in behind him, you know, and then it just cuts to black, and then the Cabbage Patch come on, and that's how Star Wars goes. (laughs) (laughs) So did you become a Cabbage Patch fan? No, what happened is my sister taped over about the last 10 minutes of Star Wars with Cabbage Patch Kids. So I never knew 
that there was the last 10 minutes of Star Wars. I thought it was a hanging out movie because I already knew that, you know, Empire came out and stuff like that because I was born in 1980. So I have this tape and I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's just a cliffhanger because they're coming out with the next movie. I didn't know until I met some friends. Uh, I was in the Steve Blass Baseball League, Torrington, Connecticut, and uh, a couple of buddies on the team, we were talking Star Wars trivia because that's what you did before internet. You played trivia and you Mm -hmm. actually had to have knowledge in your brain skull. (laughs) 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 And uh, we used to play trivia and stuff like that. And then we started hanging out, doing the sleepover thing, which is where you went to somebody's house and played toys at night instead of like playing video games. Uh, And then we went farther and farther along and we started going to different antique stores and flea markets and tag sales to grab Star Wars toys because we were really into it. That's when I finally found out that there was an end to the movie and the Death Star blows up and, you know, Darth Vader goes flying off and (laughs) they all get medals and except for Chewbacca. But wait a uh, minute, the Death Star blew up? Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. 40 year old spoiler alert. (laughs) What's a Death Star? Uh, The Death Star. I don't know. You can watch like any Star Wars movies. They always have them in it. Funny, funny story. When the first time I got to see Star Wars, the first Star Wars was a a record off TV recorded tape version that our grandfather had recorded from an ABC Sunday night movie or something. Mm -hmm. And he actually went in. So my grandfather, just to give you an idea, uh, he had like four VCRs stacked on top of his TV. Mm -hmm. And what he would do is he would just let his VCRs record for hours and then he would go back and then edit them out, edit out all the commercials and everything. Oh, cool. So we got to see a non-commercial <laughs> version of it that our grandfather had created. That's so nice. your grandfather was a human DVR. He was. <laughs> your grandfather invented TiVo. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. No, but we, we, we used to go to uh, different antique marts and stuff like that. And the thing was, is it was already past the line being in like KB toy stores. So there wasn't a million of them for two bucks. Yeah. They were like, five dollars you know what mm-hmm. i mean complete mint condition but still five bucks is five bucks you're a little kid you're mowing lawns for 20 bucks oh, of course max you know that's yeah. a big lawn with a push mower right and uh he had a yak face up there oh and it was the only time we ever saw a yak face and way back in the day you didn't have the internet so everything was a rumor or mm-hmm. they have this there's right. a blue one there's a yellow one you Word never of know. Yeah. Stuff. yeah and nobody believed there was a yak face because they were only released in canada and down in uh australia mm-hmm. so we uh, saw that yak face, and it was a hundred bucks at the time. And those are like three fifty now, but it was a hundred bucks at the time. And I tried to save and save and save. And by the time I got close to it, the yak face was gone. Oh. And, uh, but I saw something that I thought was even better, and it was a, uh, a B-wing pilot, and it had this awesome coin. And I was like, I've never seen one on the card with the coin. This is a special one. You know, I felt that same way when they re-released them with like Darth Revan. Oh, yeah. And um, when they had the coins, I was like, oh, my God. This is This is awesome. This this makes it so much more special. It was so me, man. I I didn't realize they did that back in the the vintage figures. Uh, What happened is in the Power of the Force line, right at the very end, they were still trying to sell figures. They weren't selling. That's why they tend to do it with overstock still. Right. And then they give you a coin with it. And then that's something else to collect in addition for technically free because it costs the same as the regular figures. So yeah, the power of the force line at the end, they did the coins. And nice. uh, there's more coins than there were figures. It's it's a <coughs> line with a lot of prototypes and stuff because yeah. a lot of the uh, figures got killed before they were huh. released. released. Before we go into anything else, I want to say a few shout outs to, uh, we have some people watching. Nate, um, Reigns, Richard Hutcherson, Phil LeBlanc. I hope I'm not bur- yeah, murdering no, any of right. those names. Richard. I can, <laughs> we want to say hi to you guys. Thanks for watching the podcast um, and for letting us know that the sound was super low and 
that we needed to bring it up. Okay. So, but uh, there you go. I don't uh, know. We have. Uh, but I'll tell you that uh, Nat right there, he's uh, like the most awesome Army Ranger dude in the history of the world. He runs the security detail for ISIS. Oh, oh, okay. oh nice. nice. Cool. Uh, nice. Somebody was from Montreal. Like no joke, Phil, so cool. Phil LeBlanc is watching us from Canada. Yeah, Montreal. Oh, cool. That's, he's, awesome. uh, he's one of my buddies. He'll be down here at ICCCon. Uh, nice. He's coming down because uh, it's an awesome convention. And he's a collector, Star Wars collector. Yeah, Star Wars. Anyone movies. who collects Star Wars is awesome in my book. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> also, you guys remember Daniel Powers? He's watching also. Daniel, yeah, shout out. Up, hey, Daniel, Hello. how you doing? Can't wait to see you get uh, ICC also. Yeah. All right. Sorry, just wanted to uh, give the people on Facebook a little shout out. Yeah, yeah shout sure. out. You know that uh, Richard Hudson's in there. He's the one who runs the uh, TVR, the Vintage Rebellion podcast. Oh, They're nice. huge, man. That's a cool person to be Richard, watching. Richard, we're going to have hey, to get you on. And, yeah, and, man. And, and, uh, I actually follow that. That's why I was like, you know, yeah. Richard. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Richard love, Hudson. Yeah, what's podcast. up, man? That's no, nice. fancy. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Where does he live locally? No, he's in England, man. Oh, you're, oh wow. you're that sounds like a phone interview right to me, now, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Richard, if you want to come on, that let's like go to him. Interview. We can yeah. go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We'll come to you. Yeah, We'll come to you. Go ahead, Brian. All right. So, Michael, uh, what about sports? Are you a good sports? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, for a couple different sports, I am a huge Yankee fan. Go Yankees! Um, but I'm also go a New York Jets. Wait, wait, it's okay. You can't boo me yet. I'm also a New York Jets fan, so you can't pick on me because they definitely negate each other completely. Well, out. Uh, <laughs> just for context, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. Yeah, that's terrible. that is true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's a horrible sad thing. But uh, at least you guys figured out that Moneyball thing, and you've been doing really well. Yes. But I, you know what, man? I'm from Connecticut, so I don't so much as hate on the Boston Red Sox as do like you know 1916 chance and a bunch of stuff that doesn't work anymore yeah but I could still say we're going for 27 and you're going for what three four, oh yeah, five, yeah, yeah. something small so I'm not worried about it <laughs> in a short period of time though and then uh, being a Jets sure. fan man I go uh, oh you know well yeah we had Joe Namath who was alive before I was born <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I got going for him. And, of course, the Nashville Predators. Um, the only reason why the Nashville Predators got my vote is because uh, we used to have this uh, hockey team up there, the Hartford Whalers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. Hartford Whalers came to the people of Connecticut, and they said, hey, listen, if you sell out our season tickets for the next two years, we'll stay. And oh, okay. it was like this big campaign. Everybody did it. Everybody was on board. They sold out for the next two years, and they were like, so i was like forget the whalers i don't like hockey and then i've been down here and it's a hockey town man and i love hockey in real life so i'm a preds fan well uh i also saw you had a big event at the nashville sounds game man did man yeah i was out of town so yeah we were we were all gone or we would have went well i love the sounds um i love going to nashville sounds games i loved them when they were at greer too i've been going to nashville sounds games Mm -hmm. since i'm down here because we don't have a uh, major league baseball team here but uh we do have the AAA affiliate to the Texas Rangers, and they're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I love go watching the sounds. I love the feel and the vibe of the feel. It's very uh, the field. It's very Music City, you know, with mm-hmm. the guitar billboard and there's beers and they're plentiful and they still have Thirsty Thursday sometimes, which is nice. Yeah. Even though it's a fancy stadium, you get a you know bunch of two dollar beers. Yeah. yeah, it's neat, and I like the sounds. And uh, what happened is they uh, they reached out to me and they were like, or no, I reached out to them because I said, hey, I throw a convention in Nashville. I reach out to everybody. I I throw a convention in Nashville, blah, 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 blah. Do you guys want to be a sponsor? Do you want to work with me? And they're like, holy moly, you couldn't call it a better time. Yeah. They're like, uh, what happens is we're only allowed to ask once 
from any of these groups and we're only allowed to send one email that's the way it works with lucasfilm and all the rules that they have and everything mm-hmm. like that and i'm like well that'll never work because if you send one email you're never gonna get anywhere yeah. you know yeah. it's just the way it is you gotta follow up and be like hey i'm taking care of this i'm doing this this is the way to enter blah blah blah, blah. and uh, i said i could do that i throw a convention so these are all my friends you know and they want to troop nice places and they want right. to show off their awesome outfits and yeah. i mean dude the kind of money and time and effort that goes into these i can't even call them costumes armor it's mm-hmm. armor it's yeah. incredible mm-hmm. man it's yeah. so I, we had yeah. bosk looked like bosk man i mean for being a kid that used to go to disney world and be like yeah daffy duck or not daffy yeah. duck that's warner brothers <laughs> 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 we get what you mean but yeah you know it's yeah. to be excited about that and you get to meet bosk you know and it's it's just those kind of neat things and i was glad to bring it there because i have those friends here they want to do it it's just there's no communication because the thing is um as wonderful as the sounds people are they're normals yeah, and we're not normals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how many? We all know people that troop. We all we play troop. good we ones. All, you know what? Yeah, I mean? there you yeah. go. <laughs> in, in public, we can play good normals. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. somebody like that has no idea how to even reach out because it's yeah. what do you ask for? Who do you ask? What do right. you do? Because you're not in that community, right. you know. But me, it's I, they're on my cell phone. I'll text them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why it was really awesome, and we got to do uh, Friday and Saturday night at the Sounds game. We gave out. 30,000 flyers, a whole bunch of swag. Everybody got koozies. It That's was amazing. Nuts. Yeah, it was... Uh, Who doesn't like free stuff? Yeah, I know, right? Free you know stuff what, is You always, know what amazes always. me is Star Wars is that big that it gets a day in mostly all baseball teams and leagues. Two days. Yeah, two days. Like, yeah, especially right. for the sounds. That's the only place I can get to go to yeah. do it because... There's no way I can afford to ever go to a Boston game. So I'll tell you what, brother. It uh, the sounds thing as far as the Star Wars nights. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of people that wrote and posted that said they blew the major league ones out of the water. Really, uh, blew really? Them out of the wow. water. Because we had so many different cosplayers and so many different characters. We saw all it the was, pictures, man, and uh, it looked like y'all went all out I, for that thing. It was I just awesome. Called, I had a week and a half to plan that. Oh wow. Watch what I do with a year. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you going to get to do it next year? Oh yeah, they. I'm like their guy now, and they're oh, pitching yeah. me to like other baseball teams and stuff. And I'm like, well, if it's not too far, I'll drive it. But yeah, like the, yeah. there's one in Memphis, and there's one in Omaha, and there's uh, a couple different ones. So, well, how cool to be if like the Braves called you? No, oh, that would be really cool. Atlanta that would be that. amazing yeah. for me yeah. because. Oh, I'm a well, Braves fan. I'd have to wear my Yankee gear and be like 1996. Are you trying to get kicked out? And now we're moving on to the I next question. I'm a Yankee fan, man. We're obnoxious. It's what we do. So, Michael, let me ask you because yeah. we all got day jobs, I'm sure. Every one of us here at this table, oh, we yeah. all have to do something. You're better so, with these awesome mics. <laughs> so, what work do you do outside of ICC? Um, in real life, I have a trucking company. Um, Okay. Logistics brokerage. Actually, if you uh, you know in your grocer's freezers, um, you go in and they got that white tub and it has those little puff pastries with the cream oh, yeah. in it. That's me. Oh, <laughs> All so those that's that come your company. Into, no. Oh, all those okay. that come into the United States. I'm just I'm just a pusher. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> all those that come into the United States, they come up in New York and then they get brought to a distribution facility in the center of the country and then they're distributed to like all the Walmarts, Targets, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I bring them when there are just a million of them in a container 
and uh, I bring that container to where it's got to go. And I do this for a lot of different products like uh, transmissions for Chrysler and some government things and stuff like that. And that's what buys my bobas. Um, <laughs> and then also I have art galleries because I really got into um, Latin American and African art and uh, I keep putting it on my walls and if you there's a any kind of collecting whether it's toys whether it's shoes whether it's art whether it's stamps doesn't matter there's a certain level you can get to before it starts to become hoarding before you just fill every attic mm-hmm. every square inch mm-hmm. and if that's what you want to do that's totally cool I mean everybody collects how they want to collect but I personally feel that if it's not out or displayed, it's going to get lost forever, and then I'm just going to have more stuff to move. So I try to keep that rule, and that's what's caused the art galleries. That's what's caused even not really the con. The con has grown out of its own, but uh, the me selling stuff on the IC and stuff. Like mm-hmm. right now, I've been mm-hmm. selling a bunch of different things, and uh, it's because I found somebody's collection they wanted to dump, so I bought it. And I laid it all out, and they all have their figures and their weapons and this, that, and the other thing. But mm-hmm. it's taking my entire office floor. And I have merch coming in for this convention right now. So when right, you get, right. like, 12 boxes of T-shirts, you're like, oh. where am I going to put these? <laughs> right. And my friend's coming down, like, next weekend, so I need the guest bedroom, and I got nothing but these giant boxes of, like, Millennium Falcons and stuff that it's just <laughs> such a hassle to ship. You know, it's not worth the time right. and effort to right. ship it. And, uh, but it's also, you know, if you walk by a $20 bill on the street, you're going to pick it up. Right. So right. what am I going to do? So I keep buying it because I'm obviously completely addicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand. But uh, I got to sell it in order to get space back. And that's what caused the IC, which then grew into a million different groups. And uh, it's really neat. I just wanted a place on the Internet, which is crazy. It's a crazy idea. I wanted a place on the Internet where people couldn't cuss each other out rip each other apart or pick on anybody i love your i love rules, that man I, I do follow you should see website. how many people I hate love my that. rules because <laughs> sometimes it's vicious but i mean if you're gonna say lots of bad words at somebody in a derogatory or mean manner i mean i'm gonna toss you i don't care if you invented star wars yeah i like yeah. that but that's mm. a lot of people have a problem with we that. actually <laughs> have a question from a, one of the viewers actually sure. from richard uh mike when do you think collecting crossing in crossed into an obsession for me um well i used to collect when i was a kid it crossed into an obsession my wife got me this luke stormtrooper for uh, it's an anniversary i think i always say christmas and she's like no that was an anniversary so i don't know so i think anniversary (laughs) it was some uh, form of something uh, some 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 present for being awesome you remembered it was from your wife that's the important yeah there you go exactly yes but uh, she got me this Luke Stormtrooper, and I put it up on a shelf because I had these shelves. We just got this new house, huge, um, and it had a bonus room, and I don't play pool enough to have a giant pool table, so I was like, well, let's put some Star Wars stuff up. <laughs> and, uh, so I put this one Luke Stormtrooper up there on the shelf, and then my uh, I called my mom, and I was like, hey, you got any of my old Star Wars stuff? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm coming up for this. I'll take it back in the bins, you know? So I brought back two bins of Star Wars stuff, and it's just, I still have a shelf dedicated to it. So when you guys come over to visit, you see it's uh it's all the stuff that I had when I was a little kid, like Hoth playsets, all the cheap playsets. I mean, I came from nothing, so it's not like I had like eight Imperial shuttles like some people. I never even saw an Imperial <laughs> we shuttle feel your pain, like man. 30. Oh, you know? yeah. I didn't start collecting full Star Wars figures until I was in my t- 20s. Yeah. yeah. Because I, you know, when I had a real job yeah and you I could choose afford to not to waste the yeah. money on beer every night yes. and you save that I, 20, I, 30 bucks yeah. i used to have my room plastered with every because i didn't have the vintage ones because i couldn't huh. afford them but i had the power of the force 
um, the new, the old, the newer, older ones, whatever. But I had them plastered all over my walls, so right. I'd be like, "That was your wallpaper." That was my much. wallpaper. Yeah, the power of the voice yeah. too. Yeah. I remember in our in our house, mm-hmm. it, we lived in a very money tight house, and we were allowed like one big gift like every three or four years, you know. So it was like you really had to pick what you wanted, what you wanted, right? You know, because it that was going to last you for the next few years. Uh, you know, that's why, like, I remember, like, one of mine was, uh, I, I waited for the N64 because I mean, yeah. that, that was what I was going to have for, like, the next three years. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we feel your pain when it comes to, uh, the collecting and not having that much as a kid because now, you know, with all our day jobs and everything, we have the means to have that. That's why people don't understand why we collect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you things like this because uh, of our age, they think that we should be a certain age to have these things. But right. you know, at a certain age, uh, you move into you know just playing and then just wanting to look at it. That's mm-hmm. why, like, I have my focus shelves, and you know, I have my uh, I uh, started my uh, vintage collection uh, so that you know I could have those to look at. You know, because they restarted the vintage collection, I think, around 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just having those to look at because I didn't, I couldn't have it as a kid. Yeah. And, you know, once I complete that and then now I'm keeping up with it because now they're in full swing. They got all these new waves coming out. Like, yep. uh, I love the new loot crate that just came out. Oh, yeah. uh, that was really cool. Uh, so, yeah, I feel you on not being able to have it as a kid because in our house, yeah. you know, one toy and yeah. that was your toy for the next three years of right. your life. So, that's, yeah. that's what I think was a major draw is once I got that one and I got the ones from when I was a little kid and yeah. I had access to the internet where it's like, what do you want? Right. Click the button. You know, which is a crazy <laughs> thing nowadays. Yeah. And uh, that's when it really took off for me is I had that one figure and then I had the other five or whatever and they weren't nice enough condition and then yeah, <clears throat> you keep, you're like, oh, I'll just get a complete set. You know? Yeah, right. And then, oh, well, I'll get a complete set, but I have this really cool display, so I want to have another complete set. And yes. then it goes, well, maybe I'll get a Minon card. Yeah. And then it's like, well, maybe I'll get all the power of the Force Minon cards. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll get Top Toys or Letty or Harbert. Or, it's crazy, man. And it just keeps snowballing because there is no end in sight. That's the one thing about Star Wars collecting. Even if you do mostly vintage, right. there's no end. There's no finishing line. I mean... They're just there's no way to finish. There's so many different variants, so many oh, different yeah. things out there. And then you yeah. start getting into the modern man, it it's incredible how many different variations and stuff because Star Wars is a different type of thing. It's it's picked apart on every single level. And many of the things that we do are like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's also why, you know, we're nerds, man. That's what yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. We right. you know, we add calculator watches. It's like our thing. Oh, oh man! I actually never had one. Oh, I did. Oh, I had well, the. Uh, he was cool there. I had the that. calculator radio watch where I actually had headphones that plugged in. That's oh, cool, oh, man. Gosh. Yeah, that's nice. So, Mike, um, yeah. we know you got a whole like the, you got the convention going mm-hmm. on, but you we, you have a whole bunch of different IC groups and other stuff going on. So, outside of the 
convention? What are your dreams? Is there other stuff that you've got going that you want to grow? And Yeah, absolutely. Um, www.imperialcommissary.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to have all the Facebook groups, all the subgroups. There's 22 subgroups right now. Mm-hmm. The way subgroups work is somebody comes to me and they go, hey, man, I've been an IC member for a long time and uh, I would like to have a group about... I don't know, customs, bootlegs, something like that. And I go, well, you know what? Start up a little one, stick to the IC rules. We'll put those rules in place. And if it works out, we'll keep it. Okay. Um, Because I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to stifle anybody. Anybody could have a group. Right. As long as you follow those rules, that's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for a And and all these groups are all about trading different things. Buying, selling, trading. Some are just uh, like friendly groups. We have one that's uh, www.facebook.com forward slash P-I-F-I-C. Um, and that's the pay it forward page. Okay. And all that happens on that page is one collector puts up something and then another collector claims it. And then mm. that collector puts up something and another collector claims it for nice. five years now. Well, that's pretty it's cool. Running. Wow. Yeah. Just Check by it out. gifting Yeah, stuff? just like, oh, okay. it's just like, hey, I have these three loose figures. They don't matter to me. Or I have this loose figure. One piece has to be vintage and anything else could be whatever else. Okay. So you get like a little vintage guy and a couple other things, and then you just try to make something that's even. But the thing with collectors is we all have doubles of something. Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that yeah, page yeah. is wonderful. It just is friendly. And, you oh, know, that's awesome, man. You're not that's giving really up cool. anything you actually need. So yeah, it's no, nice. I mean, yeah. same thing with comic books. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to a convention and yeah. just buy it because it's cheap. Yeah. And we'll have three and... You know, oh, hey, do you have this? Yeah, do you no. Have this? Yep. Do you have this one? No, no, I need it. No, well, here you go. We got another one, man, where you can just trade, only trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I even put a boat up there once. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, trade wow. for vintage Star Wars. Like, you can trade anything, man. There's, <laughs> That's awesome. There's crazy wow. stuff on there, man. TVs and Xboxes and computers. MacBooks are always on there. You check it oh, out. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so what's your five year plan, man? Are you, are you good with where you are in Star Wars? Or no, is I'm there never a, good is with it. <laughs> 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 I guess what we want to no, where, you ever where see the greatest showman? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right. I'm so never good, good, man. Uh, I'm never finished. I here's the thing, dude. I don't like free time. When I have free time, I'm I'm a what's the best way to say this? It doesn't sound like I'm the most narcissistic person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I'm the kind of person that doesn't like free time too much because I like to always be getting to that next level, achieving that next thing, knocking off that next thing on the list. I mean, that's just the way I run. That's the way I feel good. That's the way I'm happy. When I'm bored, I tend to not really get into trouble, but waste my money on things that aren't really helpful yeah. to my future life. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. You know, so I just try to knock it out knock it out but um i i have no five-year plan the way it works with me man is i i uh i start something out of necessity or because i'm aggravated with something yeah mm-hmm. the reason why the ic started is because it was out of necessity because there was nowhere that you could really go where there wasn't some kind of trolling or harassment or at least cussing out people oh you stupid blah 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 yeah. you oh, don't yeah. know that this is a variant blah 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 you know what man Everybody didn't know at one point in their life. Oh, yeah. So you had somebody to tell you, why won't you be somebody to tell the next guy? Right. And the thing is, is the IC gets to pull those people, and they are mm-hmm. the people that tell the next guy. You go ask a question, if I don't answer it, one of the other 21,000 people is going. Right. And see, that's what I love about your groups, too, is because I'm I'm, I'm 40, I turned 45 this year. I'm a noob. Hmm. I, I'm not been able to collect. I mean, you know, coming from, you know, we didn't have a whole lot growing up, and... Hmm. Um, 
you know, in my early life, I kind of got started late with a real adult job and blah, blah, blah. And now, and then through the last several years, my wife is a, a book nerd. And, you know, like we have probably, gosh, I don't know how many tens of thousands of books we own now, huh? but we're building a library essentially. Nice. And that's what my wife loves and that's what she does. And so a lot of our room has been dedicated to that mm-hmm. passion. So I haven't had a whole lot of room or money. <laughs> but don't worry, to, man. To There's Star Wars it. books. You just got to merge the focus. <laughs> <That's the trick. laughs> but um, I'm I'm getting started. I'm kind of getting started now, slowly. And um, so um, I really kind of fell in love with the Black series mm-hmm. that they just came out with. And so I've started getting that. And I'm starting to collect a lot of the Marvel stuff. And I, I go to the Big Bad Toy Store that I've shared with the guys. That's yeah, been, that's, darn you for I know. introducing that to me. <laughs> um, I just got to look away. Uh, they've got a lot of really cool stuff. And I'm really into their... Um, their display figures and stuff. They're yep. not the action figures, but the stuff that you actually meant to be on a shelf yep. and displayed and shown. I'm really into that right now. It's really cool. They make some of those sculpts and stuff so nice, man. They've they've really oh, done a lot better. So good. Yep. So good. So, Michael, do you want to get to know us? Is there yes, anything that I you... do have questions for you. See, the thing is, uh, yeah, I, I have the IC and uh, I have 25 wonderful admins that help me out and stuff like that. But the thing is, I have a little tiny podcast. And the only reason why I have the little tiny podcast is I used to do a podcast back in the day. And uh, people were like, hey, man, do a podcast, do a podcast. So I said, fine. So I went to what everybody does nowadays. And I crawled around YouTube and I tried to figure out how to make a podcast. And I recorded it wrong. And it sounds like garbage. And I don't have cool <laughs> mics like <laughs> but it still doesn't change the fact I knock it out. I do my best, you know. But um, the thing is, is this is the new era. This is the new age. And podcasting is what people listen to. It is a communication device to get information and knowledge to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we don't have the next generation, and this is something that a lot of people miss. If we do not grow the next generation of collectors, we are all going to be crotchety, angry old people with broken hips and $10 billion worth of stuff that's worth a nickel. Yeah. Hey, Preach it, so brother. Yeah. Be a friend. Help out the new guy. Try to get new people into this hobby. And not just so we have a retirement plan someday. Yeah. It's not for that. It's so we have somebody to talk to. Because, yeah. I mean, we're sitting around this table and, you know, no matter how much we all get on the same cheat day or whatever we do, we're all going to die at different times. Yeah. And yeah. we still need to be talking to people and hanging out with people. You can't take it with you, man. Enjoy it. Oh, share yeah. it. And bring more Social to Social engagement. That's, that's, that's what, what it is. Yeah. And it's 2019. Yes. 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 Here's the trick. Hopefully. Still. <laughs> this kind of stuff is great. And this is how people communicate. But yep. if you don't have a place where people can actually physically be people mm-hmm. next to each other, yes, that's it, it's too tough. We are not meant to be individual technology-driven things. It's well, just not the way it works. That's what I like about podcasting is I look at podcasting as an invitation. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you whether they're listening to us live on Facebook Live or whether they listen to the broadcast when we get the podcast up and running on Apple Podcast or, what, you know, what a Google Play, whatever, um, it, you know, they listen to what we're doing and they dig what we're doing and hopefully they hear – uh, an invitation from us because yeah. in our closing our, in closing statements and everything we always tell everybody we want people to come see us live that's our big thing mm-hmm. we want to go to conventions be at conventions and we invite people to come out see us meet us shake our hand 
and be a part of the show. And yeah. we we te- we get people at shows to just. I mean, not I mean, we're not we're not looking to bring on. Uh, we would love to have big name actors and famous people become a part of our show to help us grow the show. But we invite everybody mm-hmm. to become right. a part of this show. The yeah. Little guy, Any, well, it obviously, I'm, I'm on it. So oh I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> no. just anybody. We don't, we don't. It's not like the little guy and the big guy. It, it's everybody. Oh, we, we want it an open invitation yeah. to come and have this discussion because the concept behind our show is our eclectic sources of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, we're all different. We yeah. all have parallels, but we're all different in variants of what we like and don't like and what we collect and when we got started and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We all, you know, some of us really like pro wrestling. Some of us never watch it. Some of us like certain movies and everything. And um, we love having these conversations about this stuff. Well, that's the major thing I wanted to ask you guys is how did you get started? How did you get here? And how can people get started in podcasting? Because I didn't do it right. I crawled around YouTube for 10,000 hours and I put out garbage. <laughs> but what happens? Well, you, we this is what we did even before all this mic and stuff. We mm-hmm. would get together and we would BS about everything mm-hmm. and just talk for hours, uh, for hours, for hours about you know Star Wars, backyard. Marvel, uh, whatever was going on, you know, n- new music. Uh, you know, a, a good communication tool is uh, GroupMe, uh, and we have different conversations uh, about these things. We have new music when we find a new band, or uh, there's a new movie, or uh, some of us are really big into independent movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we find these independent great movies and we'll share it with these, you know, with others because they're not commercialized. Uh, stuff like that. And, you know, we would just talk about this stuff. But I, you know, there was a part in my life where I'm like, man, there is a generation that is going to miss out on so much that made us who we are that I want, I, one of my dreams was to share that part. Like, uh, you know, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Chevy Chase, Mel Brooks, who is God, you know, Mel Brooks is who we grew up on. Yes. You know, and there is a lot of people out there that are going to miss out on that part that we wanted to just talk and we talk about it anyway yeah we're yeah. like let's we were talk doing about this. it like we do it at the dinner table but share it with the people out there and maybe we'll we'll have that kid who's in high school is like who is mel brooks i'm gonna go yeah. look him up on youtube mel brooks yeah. and then they'll find the and if we got that if we got that movie. one person to become a mel brooks mm-hmm. fan that's it it's all worth it that's it i've and always so, said yeah. like yeah. when we do these facebook lives mm-hmm. i don't care if one person's watching or if a thousand people are watching right. we just want people to enjoy the nerdism that we have and that that you need something like that in your life yeah. going to many cons as we've been to you need that social Mm-hmm. network or that social you know sharing of i love star wars i love doctor who i love <clears throat> lord of the rings in this kind of thing podcasting yeah. does that in its own yeah. and it's, it also goes back to we're really sensitive and relatable to social anxiety hmm. yes. uh, social miscues stuff like this stuff that people can't find we want outlets we love outlets right and mm-hmm. we want to share these outlets to help people not only find a fandom or a way to be a part of this world if they feel lost anything like this we 
we want to reach everybody that is like that because we are that person and mm-hmm. we have this outlet. We're hoping that we can provide this outlet to others. So as well. with the onset of technology and it with what it seems like people kind of becoming more reclusive because now they can just right. Facebook everything and share their lives digitally and everything. It seems like people have evolved into uh, becoming cavemen again. And mm-hmm. um, and so we are trying to, we're evolving this show. Like we said, this show started off, we were having these conversations and we decided let's try having a podcast. So we got a USB mic and we all mm-hmm. hunkered down over one table <laughs> nice. with one, one USB mic. mic. Sure did. See, it Re- doesn't require much. It doesn't require much to do, okay? It's very easy. You don't have to have the elaborate setup. It just so happens that I have a background in music and um, after we did a couple of shows and really loved it, um, that I was able to, and I've been blessed with a really good job that I could afford to invest in really good equipment. And so uh, we decided that after we really had fun with our first couple shows, well, let's start upgrading. Let's see where this thing goes. And it's evolved into what you see today. Yeah. Um, No, it's incredibly professional. I sound phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, But going back to what technology has done, we're trying to use technology uh, as an invitation to invite people to these conversations, introduce them to all of this great material that's been out there from the past, mesh it with what's coming out in the future, introduce people to new people, new musicians coming up. But also, let's not forget about this other stuff that you may not be aware of and invite these people to come and have this conversation with us and um, keep the conversations going and get people more social again. Use this as a tool to bring people into the fold, reach them where they are, which is the digital world, Mm -hmm. bring them back out to us in our live conventions and meet us and have these conversations. And it's not, you're not, I mean, when people come out, if somebody comes up and says, I heard, if you come Mm -hmm. out and see us live at a show, I I saw you guys on Facebook and Mm -hmm. I listened to your show, you're gonna sit at a microphone and you're gonna talk to us. I don't care how many, I don't care how long, I have to sit and do that all day long. I will sit and talk to those people all day long because that is what it's about. Yeah, See, the fun- but that's how quality stuff grows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, is some st- sometimes we would just get together and we'd have stuff planned, like we're going to watch a movie or play games, right. and we ended up talking for like eight hours yeah. instead of doing anything. Yeah. So Mystery that's Science 3000. I mean, that's yeah. it. Exactly. I mean, oh, that happens all the time. And see, with me, like each person here at this table brings something different to every aspect. Like, yeah. Jim and I are probably a fountain of knowledge on pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, you know, it wasn't cool to be a nerd. You know, it was, wasn't yeah. cool. And right. nowadays, it's nice to have a podcast that we can all talk to people and let them know that, hey, guess what? These things that we were made fun of, it's cool now. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's we have now. fun and yeah. we just talk about everything. And I enjoy listening about the collecting part of it because... I'm not the biggest collector in the world, but I love watching the hunt and hearing y'all talk about it. And we also believe in the revolution of the podcast. Like we love, I Michael, I listen to your podcast. I'm and, sorry. <laughs> no, man, uh, uh, just the information that I get from your podcast about uh, vintage toys and the people that you have, like that uh, book that's coming out about the vintage collection. Uh, what was the name of the book? Uh, 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 which one the engineering and empire 
the uh, the other one is it the blue book? Oh, the blue or, um, one. I heard uh, that one. Yeah, that the blue book. Yeah, I think it's the blue book or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stuff like that that people can, uh, you know, look into this and about the history of the toys oh, and yeah. everything. Well, I suggest, man, if you look up uh, Gus Lopez and Duncan Jenkins, they've wrote written some phenomenal books, and they literally have everything from the stuff that staff has worn yeah. filming the movies and they have books of beautiful pictures with all this information prototypes pre-production yeah. anything vintage and these books are like boom but that's the wonderful thing these wonderful folks have created these books mm-hmm. and then I'm able with Facebook to be like oh here's the link to that here's the yeah. link to that. that's all I am man I'm yeah. like a giant Rolodex with the podcast you know with we our show is uh, you know centered around an eclectic view of different things. Mm-hmm. Like we'll we'll talk about movies, music, uh, wrestling, anything. Even if Sports. one of us is not even interested mm-hmm. in it, right? Uh, like we had a uh, Shark Week, and I can't stand Shark. Week. And I'm huge I into like, Shark, I love Week. Shark Week. Yeah, but see, you not? Man, and we like because he's weird. And we like uh, doing podcasts around that to get different <laughs> views. Exactly. And uh, we like. We want to join with other podcasts. Like we want to join with yours. Uh, you Do know, it, man. If we, you guys just strap me into a mic every week and put out a podcast. Here, let's be friends, man. And see, absolutely. And we want to like, with, for me, like all, we could all separate and go to different shows and talk about what you know we bring yeah. and everything like that so we can uh, build this empire podcast to bring this information uh, to these young generations who in my opinion are getting stuck on just a Marvel world because Marvel is dominating Yeah, uh, you know and you know with the entertainment that's out there it's like it's all comic books uh, and comic book movies and really I just call it a Marvel world because that's really all you, you'll see six Marvel movies every single year and they're great yeah. but there is so much more uh, out there and so little little things like uh you know one small thing is Dark Crystals coming back and yes. that was one thing yeah. that Super I grew up excited. on that I'm so excited loved. about that but it it's little things like that that I think these young generations are missing and if they can get connected to these podcasts to find new uh, fandoms to be a part of. I really think that's what the revolution of this podcast with others such as yours can do for this world. Well, I'll tell you, brother, that's the trick is, um, you know, we're talking about the books and I'm sure all of us older nerds will be like, oh, that's a good book and there's good information and blah, 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 blah. But <laughs> nobody's, nobody under the age of 25 is going to go buy and read and do a book. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, not if, unless it's an ebook. Right. And if we <laughs> learn this stuff and we put it out, whether it's, you know, this is what to look for or this is what this is or yeah. it is a Marvel world instead of a DC world. I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. Those, those kind of things. Hey, listen, there was this guy named Mel Brooks and he made some pretty funny movies. Check mm-hmm. it out. You know what I mean? Things like that grow that next generation of this thing. And the thing is, we can't be lax about this. Yeah. Because it's different. When we were young, it wasn't cool to be a nerd. It wasn't cool to know everything about Star Wars. Right. So if you're growing up in a wonderful world where it's totally cool. Why not? You're going to lose a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can be lazy. You don't have to do the work. You don't have to watch Star Wars 800,000 times to know that there was a potato in the asteroid field. You know what (laughs) I mean? You can just Google that. Right. It's crazy now, which is wonderful too. But you have to speak to them on their form of communication. Imagine if someone sent you a telegraph. Yeah. What would you do with it? Right. 
be like mm. did, 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 i don't know what that means right yeah <laughs> yeah so right that's why what you guys do is phenomenal because even me i'm at that cusp where it's really hard for me to do a podcast because it's just really heavy tech for somebody my age i mean you guys are crushing it this forget about it i mean this is the kind of amount of wires that stay in a box at a closet till the <laughs> end of time. <laughs> like you just never go back in there you just go buy a new wire you know it's I don't even know how you do it, but it's phenomenal and it sounds great and it looks great. I mean, we're we're eventually going to go wireless, but that's a bit of an investment. So no, but we're dude, not there yet. I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm saying it is so unbelievably professional, and the level of professionalism that you guys put out is not something that I can do. And therefore, there are kids, man. I don't know how to. You have a thing here taping me. You got a thing here <laughs> talking to me. You got a thing over here with information. I mean, there's so much going on and that's just my little station here on this podcast with six dudes. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of stuff reaches all these people on YouTube or I don't even know half the names of things. Somebody right. said yeah. somebody had a snap. There's snaps. I don't even know what Snapchat. that is. <laughs> Snapchat. I'm too old or something yeah, or I like yeah. Frank Sinatra. Leave me alone. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm out of touch and the world needs folks like you because, yeah, they need folks like me to be that Rolodex that goes that that transition bridge between books and Internet. They need people like you guys to actually get this information to that next generation who gets interested in it. Man, you're driving back and forth three and a half hours in traffic in L.A. traffic. Mm -hmm. You need something like this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or you'll go crazy. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> so, you know, I've seen falling down. It's real, <laughs> <laughs> and that came but, out in the '80s when traffic was half the way it is. But yeah. to re, but to reiterate, I mean, it's it's really trying to close the gap. I mean, it's like yeah. what we were talking about. We're huge wrestling fans, and there is so much more out there than just the WWE. Yeah. There's so much out there than just Marvel, mm-hmm. and we are working to close those gaps and bring people into an awareness of all this stuff that's out there. That was a long-winded answer for your simple question, but that's how we get anything. We, we this, get down like our I rabbit said, hole. This is our rabbit holes. Yeah, no, I like <laughs> it. We're, we're very passionate about uh, information giving. Uh, you know, it's we want to share everything. Like, I think it's selfish to keep a fandom to yourself. Like, I have a son. He has a son. He has a daughter. And, you know, we want our kids to grow up Absolutely. and have these options. Like, you know, not keep it not keep it to one thing or huh. just what the TV is showing you. But to, you know, put in an old VHS tape because there are some old movies that are still not on Blu-ray and stuff like that. Like, there's a an old movie hope. I had to go find uh, yep. the other day called High School USA by nice. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Michael J. Fox. I had to go find that yeah. movie and you know I, I'm going to show my son because this was what you know school was like when we were growing up so yeah I think one of my proudest moments is whenever I was watching Batman with Michael Keaton and my daughter happened to come in the room she's five and I'm so used to pausing the movie but she saw and she's like who's that and I was like oh it's a proud <laughs> father's moment now I need to teach you what I learned yeah. well that's a great part about it man and the wonderful thing about all these things is if you connect with that person or that child or that whomever you always have that connection that you can talk mm-hmm. about for the mm-hmm. future that's how you build friends yeah, and I'll absolutely. tell you what man we got something figured out and you know what I just had a thought while I'm sitting here do you think it's because when we were kids when you had Star Wars guys or you had G.I. Joe's or whatever you would have five six eight but 
the more friends you got in a room with, the oh, more you can yes. go. Oh, yes. So we yes. have that sharing knowledge, sharing mm-hmm. yes, stuff right. thing that's like ingrained in us since we're yeah. little. So I think that's the biggest thing that you guys keep touching on is it requires you to want to share that information with others. And that's what we want to do, man. That's, that's our what you're passion. doing, man. I that's love what it. That's our passion. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what even this con is for, man. It is, it's all different. Like, man, I don't. I, between you, me, and the fence post, I don't know very much about Power Rangers, but I have three uh, yeah, Power Rangers. See, we got one guy love here. Power that Rangers. Does. Do you? I You're my Power Ranger. Love guy. Power Rangers, dude. I got three Power Rangers. Well, you are you right the now. new Power Ranger. I can tell you right now. I want to meet the Blue Ranger that you have coming yeah, in, Blake, uh, Blake Foster. Foster. Yep. He was. I watched him as a kid in the Power Ranger movie, and then into the show. Awesome. Like I cannot wait to meet him and, and have there a conversation. Go, <laughs> and just be like, what is it like being a little kid getting to work with Jason David Frank, getting to work with um, oh, Yost. Uh, I can't remember his name. David Yost. Yeah. Um, you know all the older Power Ranger generation. That's what I grew up on. Yeah, I'm yeah. in this group. If we had a Power Ranger conversation, it'd all be me. So yes, it would. Perfect. But that's what it does. It brings in a bunch of different areas. I mean, I've, I've, I mean, I'm a Star Wars guy. I mean, right. back in the day, it was like Tupac and Biggie, Star Wars and Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I got Shatner because people like Shatner. So it was, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I try to do those things exactly like you're saying. And that's the thing. It's not just me putting on this show anymore. Mm-hmm. It's there are 15 different department heads that all either collect or do this or do that. I mean, I got a guy that directs for the History Channel. I got a guy that's making the videos. Okay. I got a guy that, because I can't do that. <laughs> those are like beautiful, <laughs> man. Um, I got a guy that does like marketing for the Nets and the NBA and stuff, and he's doing marketing for us and pitching stuff because that's what he does, but he's a buddy of mine from forever. You know what I mean? It's just all these different people that bring in their little specific nerddoms. Yeah. And yeah. they are all so good at it. Yeah. And that's why, as long as you don't restrict any of us and you're all like, well, you got to play nice. You don't sell fake stuff. You don't cuss each other out. And you treat each other Just nice. Just play nice. That's it. Just yeah. play, play nice. nice. That's it. Have yeah. fun. And Have if fun. people do that, man, we can do such amazing things mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I mean, as much as you listen to my podcast, which is nice, but <laughs> I mean, it's nowhere on the level of this. And I would not reach this many people, and I would not be able to play at a level like this without you guys already doing this and inviting me in. And that's what this whole thing is, mm-hmm. whether it is Facebook, whether it is friendship, whether it is family. Mm-hmm. It's right. just inviting people in and being kind to others. That's yeah, it. it. That's the secret trick of oh, life. Yeah, man. Yep. Of course. And that's what you guys do. Anybody that puts heart into something that is never going to be profitable, dude, I don't think that convention is ever going to be profitable. I don't care. Yeah. Right. I want an awesome convention next to me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So is it the best way to do business? No. <laughs> I mean, we joke we joke all the time. But it's fun. Yeah. We joke all the time that we, you know, when we put it out there in the universe, we would love for like Hulu or Netflix or somebody to call us up and say, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to th- start writing you checks for content every week and put yeah. your show on and everything. That would just be fantastic to do this for a living. But even if that day never comes, we're still passionate about keeping this going and go keep and traveling the country the and one day the world, hopefully, and getting these conversations out mm-hmm. there and well, keeping it going. See, that passion, too, that's like just ingrained in us. We can't yes. not talk about it right back in the day we were ostracized for talking about it Mm -hmm. but we still Mm -hmm. couldn't 
not talk about it right yeah. you know what i so mean it was just it's, it was just a smaller group yeah. thing just, just now a, it's like just nerds in a room hunkered down with right. the, lock, the, the door locked you yeah. know well and you'd that, have to see somebody who had something that you, exactly like, yeah see somebody over there with the star wars and you'd still be and you'd still be and you'd still be you'd still be you still be you know nervous yeah. about it be like yeah. so is that because you're going out on a limb yeah i mean you're putting yourself out there so it's like no because no if baseball figure because if it's a no, if it's a like a jock who just found something on the street, now he's tearing it up and beating it up. Now he's going to beat you up, yeah. and, you know. So well, like me, Brian, and Micah, our little hangout was uh, the uh, comic store. What collector's, <coughs> collector's world? world. 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 Yes. Uh, that was the only place we fit in in our neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was my mother threw mine away. It was called. Really? Oh really? It's still there actually. Oh wow. Connecticut, yeah. Wow. Ours man, ours lasted what a few years. Yeah. Well they um, that was the only be. place we fit in, then they close it and Aww. then we're like, What? Yeah. So let let's uh let's move into let's move into Star Wars, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I love Star Wars. What like, do you want to know? Because since we have uh you on here, we have to have a little oh, yeah. like back and forth. I, I want okay, I want to start with toxic fandoms. Toxic fandom because Star Wars has yes. been witnessing this for the past few years. Yeah, and, especially with Solo. And yes. well, Last Jedi, in my opinion, made it the got it to a point where it was almost to the point where it was destroying fan like fans dreams of wanting to mm. you know follow. What mm. do you? What is your take on these past few years on the toxic fandom that's been following Star Wars? I think there's toxic fandom in absolutely everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally is, is agree. I think oh, I agree. Star Wars is so at the forefront because it is given um, attention by stars. And the reason why Star Wars is a little bit, tiny bit different than other things, I believe. Um, if you are, I don't know, a key grip in a scene from 8 billion years ago, you're famous. It's just right. the way Star Wars works. Yeah. The other ones, yeah. it's like you know Chris Pratt is famous yeah man I can't get a conversation with Chris Pratt and I throw a convention I can't even talk to his agents you know what I mean he's like way on a different level of everything yeah but who's like the guy flying the spaceship from Avengers that was nobody yeah Yeah. you know what I mean it's never just a nobody and that's the thing with Star Wars is it it has a lot of that so it has a lot of reach like that Um, I don't know man what was your question <laughs> the toxic fandom. Uh, oh, let's toxic be more specific. Here. Like Last Jedi. Yes. yes. When okay. Last Jedi came out, there were a lot of people that said it destroyed the the old movies and stuff like this. And then it got worse. And then, like you, it, it started with Solo. Right. And well, then it started it, with TFA because people had problems with the Force Awakens. Yeah, they, they had, had the. Uh, that it was it's a, too much like a New Hope. Right. But the problem. thing is, is okay. Everyone has a different story for every way they interact with every movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you can't respect what other people think of different things, then you're just a bully and you're trying to push people around. I mean, if you have an opinion, oh, here, I'll give you some opinions. My personal preference opinions of these movies. TFA, I thought it was a great, fun movie that reminded me of Star Wars in the way it used to be. And my wife thought Ray was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it started giving my wife a Star Wars focus, and mm-hmm. she started running through Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. and she'll watch them every single weekend with me now. Thank God Disney bought Star Wars. Thank God they made TFA. My life has changed for the absolute better. Right. That's my personal preference. Yes. Uh, the Last Jedi comes along. Rogue One. 
that was hey listen oh my fan gosh, nerds exactly yeah. oh, it was listen thing. we're gonna take care of yes. you here's your movie and people should have been cool with that and should have accepted that that's what you get but here's the thing we are Disney and if we don't start adjusting our algorithm to this movie we will only be pitching one teeny tiny demographic of the world and we can't do that we're Disney yes so they made The Last Jedi a little political, a little this, a little that, and moved in some stuff. My biggest problems with The Last Jedi is there's no gravity in space. There's no fire in space. So those bombs shouldn't have worked. <laughs> and my other problem is, is hyperspace doesn't work like that. It hasn't worked like that since the dawn of time. Why wouldn't I just strap a brick to the X-Wing and take out the Death Star instead of wasting all those pilots? Yeah, right. You can't just change basic rules of Star Wars. Now, did I have a problem with Canobite? No. Because that's fine. There's casinos. That's cool, you know? And whatever you wanted to say with a statement there or whatever, you know, how people have problems with that, fine. Who cares? It, it it was part of the movie. It was a decent part of the movie. It didn't really hurt anything. It didn't screw up the knowledge that we have built since the dawn of all time. Right. Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden... I mean, all right. If hyperspace works like that, then how did Han Solo get out of that ship with the Falcon in TFA? I mean, yeah. that's the same yeah. thread. you got to have somebody that tells you. Yeah. You know, but if you mm-hmm. want to pick every single little thing like that, you can pick on anything. Yeah, right. It still doesn't change the fact that the Last Jedi has what a nine point or an eight point eight or something like that on yeah. IMDb, and why? it's a billion dollar box office. Exactly, and the reason why is because if you were not a Star Wars fan at all, mm-hmm. and that was the first Star Wars movie you ever walked into, it was a great mm-hmm. film. Yeah. yeah, yes. Was it a great Star Wars movie? In my personal opinion, no. But it was a great film. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. And people, yeah, but it was enjoyable. And then Solo got creamed, man. And I thought Solo yes. was awesome. Yes, yeah, I, I like Solo. Solo. But, like Solo but was I, for us. But I think one some of the toxic fandom we're talking about is after Last Jedi, there was a movement to get it remade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. raised like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But they do that beg- all the time for anything. Begging. Now, but they, this one got a lot. 500,000 people going to attack Area 51. Yes. That? Yeah, oh. I know. I saw that. Um, uh, but they, kind of world we live in, man? That's yeah. a military base. You're going to get killed. But I mean, I have, <laughs> to, I have to believe that a lot of that toxic fandom and a lot of these people, a lot of those people in that toxic fandom who were in that movement banned going to see Solo. Mm-hmm. And they were trying uh, to spread that word of like, we're did. we're not doing this, and I kind of feel like that's why Solo tanked quite I a bit in that. the box. Well, office. And, and like I've said in a past podcast, J.J. Abrams changing the date of Last Jedi because Last Jedi was supposed to come out the day well, of the, didn't change the 40th. Yeah, it was his decision to change it to December. But he didn't do the last show. <clears throat> no, he was originally supposed to. Right. He was supposed to do the, yeah. tri- the three trilogy, and then he they couldn't. They should have left it like that. Yeah, and then he, he couldn't. They were all supposed to, yeah. like, Last Jedi was supposed to come out May 17th. Right. Like, the, the weekend that the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. And they pushed Wars. it to December. And so then, yeah, thing. because Force Awakens made billions of dollars yeah. in December, so they're like, no, 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 we're going to push it. But they didn't push Solo. Well, see, the problem is with Solo is I feel that Disney used Solo as somebody to lay on that grenade that was the last year. Right. Because it oh, made everybody shut up about okay. that and everybody moved on to Solo where only a handful of people picked on it. But, dude, Solo <laughs> had like a 5.2 before it even hit the theaters. It wasn't right. fair. There yeah. was a whole bunch of angry people. But here's the thing. Those people... You say, what about this Star Wars fandom and the the horrible stuff in this? It's not everybody, number one. And number two, those are not Star Wars fans. If you are a Star Wars fan, Mm -hmm. you realize that Star Wars is only about one thing. It is about including everyone. 
look at the strange aliens and beings and mm. they're all the good guys yeah yeah do you know what i mean it's yeah the only ones that are uniformed and <laughs> are the imperials right. you know what yes. i mean it's the story of star wars is how an eclectic group of people mm-hmm. a wookie some smuggler dirtbag guy Lando, Leia, a princess. a princess. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Some weird droids and a farm boy. Yeah. All get in a boy ship and just crush it for yeah. 10 right. movies. Right. Yeah. So if you are a Star Wars fan, man, like from back in the day, like we are, you mm-hmm. grew up and that made you believe that even if you lived in the middle of nowhere and you were a farm boy, you could change the universe. Yeah. And if you have that ingrained in you, there is no way you would ever say any of the things these people say. Absolutely. Right. So those people are not Star Wars fans and that's my official statement. Yeah, when I'm If first... you love it, man, you can say, I didn't like this, mm-hmm. I didn't like that, but you can't. You can't pick on people like that. Be nice. Wasn't that our thing? That was yes. thing. Yeah. Be nice. Play nice. That's Play it. Nice. That's what that's what it's all about. Well, well, solo, I mean, Solo pretty much took me back to my childhood. I felt Dude, like Dude, I love Solo. I loved Solo. I loved when solo they got too. stuck in the cat, I was like, the Kessel yeah, oh, Run. <laughs> Getting like, to see the Kessel Run. Incredible. I love that. I've been dreaming of that since I was a yes. little Star Wars. Yes. Whenever I watched it for the very first time when I was a kid, like we we all did. It's kind of like what you just said. It made me feel like, even though I don't feel cool, yeah, I can be cool. Yeah, I mean, look at all these different characters. Yeah. Look at all these different things. This guy, George Lucas, made it to where I'm like, well, I can grow up to be pretty cool. Yeah, we know. and then mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say. And then when I saw Solo, it brought me back to that. Absolutely. I don't know what it was about that movie that stood out more for from last jedi and all that yeah. but solo just brought me back to where i was like i am a kid again i am enjoying this i, I am cool again dude well, i'm I think th- in the star wars world some people just get caught up in little details that are yeah. changed like the actor who played han solo you know mm-hmm. when they I named him i loved job. him oh, i, I just great. I say i thought he was amazing yeah. he even had the attitude of han yep. solo yeah. had well, the mannerisms nerd man yeah like he got his what was it like his, his um falcon or something signed by yeah. Hansel, uh, by uh harrison, harrison ford, ford. exactly yeah. he's like do you mind signing this and that's cool man. but it's <laughs> stuff like that that people get hung up on sometimes within mm. these fandoms that before the even the movie even comes out, they're already ruining the experience. Right? You can't really if you're a real Star Wars fan, you can't really ruin the movie, but they ruin the experience and the anticipation of getting to it because with this social media world, all we're seeing mm-hmm. is the negative. You know, yeah. where's the positive? And that's why, like yeah. we, you know, we do these podcasts so we could talk about the, you know, the Get positives. The positives so you don't well, read the well, that's why we do the IC, man. You can't do that. Yeah, like, exactly. If somebody goes blah blah blah, Last Jedi. Blah blah blah. It's gonna get deleted. But we, and we also try to lead by example because we rib each other all the time. Yeah, you know, because you know, I, I have an opi- do. I have an opinion. <laughs> yes. You have an opinion, and it's kind of lead by example of. You know, let me show you a a good. <laughs> Why are you opening up Pandora? Shut up! <laughs> I, I decided I was not going to say that this this podcast, but you did anyway. <laughs> uh, that was before the podcast. No, but it's it's kind of lead by example. Show everybody there is a healthy way you could have a disagreement. Yeah. Okay. We well, can love or hate the film, whatever. You can have a healthy discussion about it, yeah. irregardless of your opinion about it. Well, the thing is, you can have an opinion. You just never have to pick on someone else's opinion. That yes, is correct. Right. It's exactly. you don't don't attack exactly. the guy beside you just because right. they think differently than you. Right. Oh, I mean, I've had I've had many conversations with people about um, Luke Skywalker and Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. 
Like one of the main coming out of the movie, I had a conversation with a stranger about he was so upset that Luke Skywalker didn't come out and destroy walkers and just use the force and throw everyone. I'm like, the guy's 60 years old. Right. Yeah. If you wanted that kind of, if you're mad at anyone, be mad at George for holding on to the rights for so long right. and not making another movie. The guy's 65 years old. Well, I mean, the thing they gave you the best that, they man. could with the fight with Kylo Ren. Right. But it's like you're 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 that Luke is gone. Right. You can't have that Luke anymore. I'm, He's too old. I'm curious, Brian. What's your take on the fandom? Because you know, as long as I've known you, you're like a purist. You're like a comic book purist. You are a purist of original uh, content. What is what's your take on this? Well, I like the original. Like yeah, the original trilogy. I've actually decided that I like the uh, prequels better than the new ones. Okay, that's a big step for me. That is a big step for me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm more, I'm, I'm really curious about. Yeah. What so I mean, and one thing I'm thinking about is who are these toxic fans? Are they really like the old fans, or are they like new fans that just come in and like? Just I don't like movie. this because of Disney. Like, yeah, I think because really the toxic stuff didn't start till Disney took over. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which is really odd. I don't know about that, man. There was, oh, it was, there was pretty some, rough during when they came out with the Phantom Menace, man, and Jar Jar well, the, Binks. Dude, yeah, I mean, people well, hate yeah, on Jar Jar. People did hate but on Jar Jar. He wouldn't even go into public for like 10 years. Yeah, man. that is true. Like, it was bad. It was brutal. He yeah. got a big welcoming at Celebration. Oh, totally. But yes, it's been 20 years for yeah, that. Man. It took that to long. wear off. Yeah. Man. That's insane. That and all insane. these people watch movies, and what's the main thread of Star Wars? Let go of your hate. Don't yes. hate. Hate is yeah. bad. Yeah. I don't know what they're missing, but maybe they don't watch the movies. There's a lot of people out there on this internet, man, that they just want to get into a fight because they have no human interaction. Well, there's so, just a yeah. lot of people out there who don't care to let, like, I think Star Wars as generational. Okay. My generation is the tr- the original trilogy. Your generation is the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Your son generation is these new films ava was our you know our generation was the the prequel films Mm -hmm. so i feel always felt like star wars didn't belong to me the original trilogy is my generation the original trilogy is your generation attack of the clones is i mean we were in high school when it came out even that is my generation yeah it's still part of our generation generation, but i mean i wasn't when 1977 i wasn't even a gleam in my daddy's eye me neither so you know it's return of the jedi i was my first movie i got to go to the theater by myself to see nice return the jedi was the first film my dad took me to the theater and I, he said I didn't move an inch. He's like, you watched. I didn't just ask stuck. to go to the bathroom. Huh. I didn't ask for candy. I didn't ask for popcorn. My I dad told me to there. get a job. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I always feel Star Wars is generational. Mm-hmm. It's, okay, This these new ones are not for my generation. They're for the current right. generation. And that's just how it's always been for me. Oh, I think we got another technical difficulty here. What's going on? But, I mean, that's how I've always felt. At least, well, there we go. We're back. We're back. Guess who's back? Uh, uh, back (laughs) Back again. again. (laughs) Um, But I've always felt that, yeah, that Star Wars is a generation thing. Star Wars is all about 
who they're being made for the kids today. Yeah, we absolutely. got our we got our Star Wars. Well, we have the Clone Wars and the stuff like that. I mean, that's not for us. That's for yeah, the next no, generation. I, I agree. Know, right? I and mean, I still watch them. And oh, like, I do oh, too. That was a pretty because good. Because I'm I'm a I'm mm-hmm. a a lover of Star Wars for the art and the universe. Mm-hmm. I am like I love Avatar, I love Alien. The reason I love these franchises is because somebody created a world, yeah. not a character, a world. Mm-hmm. A world that I can like when we go to Disneyland or Disney World, I can go in and just oh my I can be a yeah. part of it. Mm-hmm. And be a part of something, and that's why I've always felt with Star Wars and Matt. We've we've had many conversations about it. Mm-hmm. That Star Wars is for look. The trilogy is my 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 father and my brother and my sister's generation. The prequel trilogy is mine, right. and then this new one is is for for like Matt's son and your daughter yeah. and and your son Jim. Mm-hmm. So I, that's how I've always felt Star Wars and and. It should bring those generations together. Well, see, that's what makes it. That's what makes the question you ask the question, and it's so tough for you, is because you guys all have the same mindset, which is share with the next generation, help the next yeah, generation, right. give them something that they're interested in. I mean, I'm sure none of you guys, when you're in your high school, were like, "We're going to start a podcast one day," because this didn't exist. No, we didn't. didn't. Know it. But no. what did you do? You grew with the times, mm-hmm. and you tried to help bring more folks into this thing, yep. and that's exactly what they're doing. I right. mean, man, yeah. you come out with a bunch of movies, and I mean, Star Wars is timeless, so this yeah. is tough yeah. for me to say, yeah. but you come out with a bunch of movies where the lead character is a blonde dude with a big mushroom helmet head. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to connect nowadays, <laughs> you yeah. know? No. But I was a team, so, man. Yeah, unless, unless it's, it's valid. Man. But I, I, I'm so excited that, you know, if they get to watch The Clone Wars, which is a cartoon, right? and it's not really my personal favorite as far as drawing design, but it's an awesome cartoon with great, yes. you know, and that kind of drawing design a lot of people love, but it's, I'm too old, you know what I mean? Right. So it doesn't click in my brain, and I get that, and I'm okay with that, you know? And I'm just glad it's there because those kids watch that, and then they go, oh, where did this come from? Yeah, and that's how they watch the movies that we watched. And that way, when we're all 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, we're going to have, you know, somebody to talk about. Oh, you remember when Luke Skywalker, you know, left Halloween, went to Hoth and blah, 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 and did this? Yeah, we can. And we're not going to have that if we don't have the things that get kids interested nowadays. So make the apps, make the podcasts, make the Facebook pages, make the whatever that thing was, Snap. Snapchat. Whatever that is, make, make the those gram. Yes, Instagram. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the next generation. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's rumors about what the next trilogy is going to be well, after episode nine has ended. What do you think? What direction would you like to see the next generation go to? Um, I, well, I would love them to do, uh, even though it's not canon anymore, but Heir to the Empire. But that's for me. Yeah, that's not going to be Empire. for me. What they're going to do next, I guarantee it. They're going to do something involving prequels or earlier because that's what all the, the extended universe is about now and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that's what the kids are really into because the thing is, is when they came out with uh, the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they started making Jedis that jump around and do backflips and fly up walls with lightsabers. Yeah. And it's cool. I don't care who you are. You want a lightsaber and you want to be able to do it. Period. Yeah. So they needed to do more and more of that. And that's what makes it good. I mean, once they got into what the Attack of the Clones or what was the last one? The Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. 
And uh, but I think it was Attack of the Clones where all the they're in that uh, thing on Geonosis mm-hmm. and they all come out with the lightsabers. Yeah, um, that thing it had a hundred lightsabers in a shot. And man, I don't care who you are if you want to pick on it now or whatever. Say the prequels you didn't like. It doesn't change the fact when you saw that scene, you were like, oh, yes, oh. Yeah. Uh, yes. I can <laughs> well, tell you in Phantom yeah. Menace when the first time that I was in love with the the, the prequels dun, and dun, no dun, when Qui Gon stuck ah. the lightsaber into the and door melted. and it melted yeah, the I door. Remember that was really I was I literally was like oh. oh yeah. Oh my God. They got and good see, with computers. And yeah. we did the week long uh camp out. Camp out. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah for Phantom Menace. I actually uh was in a Darth Vader outfit fighting on a dumpster in front of a movie theater. Nice. <laughs> with Skywalker, yeah. And then we both hopped into the old Mercury Cougar and headtailed it over to the Kmart parking lot and walked back in real clothes because we didn't want to be those guys. <laughs> See right. we got spoiled. Uh one oh seven point five the river sponsored our camp out. Oh, yeah. nice. So they provided like lazy pizza boys, and mm, lazy Taco boys Bell. and TVs. That's cool, man. Um yeah, I think uh, the Knights of the Old Public is probably the That's next. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why yeah. is because then you get Revan. multiple lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. You get well, I'd, Revan. Guys, you I'd tell you the culmination of like my Star Wars geekdom was when Yoda opened up and used oh, the and Force to get his saber out. I lost it. I was like, <laughs> finally, thank God. I, like, you don't even need Yoda anymore. This was... This was it. Yoda this was Yoda at his best. And then he had two fights. Yep. So, you know, I was like, I was satisfied with that. But um, see, that's what they need more of. And they were able to do it with the cartoons because you can draw yeah. a lightsaber real easy, you know? Right. And then, uh, but now they're going to have to do it. And if they can, because they can do things like that now, man. With yeah. Game of Thrones, you've seen what they do. They knock yes. that out in like two weeks and mm-hmm. there's like a dragon with all the scales. Yeah. You know what they could do with a bunch of people with lightsabers? It's going to be, you're totally right. That's the next thing. It's definitely going to be Old Republic-esque, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, something like that. Um, definitely a lot of bad guys. A lot yeah. of cool lightsabers. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was telling them, I had an idea because I'm on the same boat with you. Heir to the yeah. Empire are my favorite Incredible. books. But Shadows of the Empire is probably awesome one of my favorite st- stories, yeah. too. Or Dark Empire. If Disney would not do live action... Uh, can you still hear me even though? Keep going. If Disney didn't doesn't have to do live action uh, movies of those stories, if they would do a good animated version of those stories just so I can see it acted out mm-hmm. instead of having to read them or play it. it you know, I mean, because Heir to the Empire, you can have a trilogy, and it can go straight to Disney Plus. You don't have to bring it to theaters; it can go straight yeah. to Disney Plus. Yeah, and it does. You know, it doesn't take as much money to do an animated show as it must right. as it does to uh, do live action. But I would love to it's see such a good plus, story. Plus, that would introduce it to the newer generation that yes. didn't, didn't even have the chance to read the books yep. or comic books or whatever. And yep. it doesn't have to be canon because animated doesn't have to be canon towards the story it, or you know towards the the Star Wars movie universe it could take all those old books that we've read as kids those old mm. Star Wars stories you know especially when Luke you know went over to the dark side to learn more about it and you know I come wish. back you know but it, they could focus on stuff like that yeah. and they well, could do it all in animated and but still it's going to be it. canon man. yeah the, 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 animated, pure, the purists will want yeah. canon but you just don't have to say it out loud. Right. It well, could that's be why a part when of Thrawn that. was on uh, Rebels, yeah. that made Thrawn canon. Thrawn yeah. is canon. That's why these new books might be 
Oh, and for those people out there who don't know what canon know. means, it means it's part of the universe. Right, it counts. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah I guess we should. We're uh, all lingo. Emphasize. It's canon, right. man. It's canon. It's canon. <laughs> yeah, canon means that it's part of the universe. But see, that's good. The There's folks that don't canon. know that, which yeah. is good to teach them, because then that's how you learn what's do canon and not. or do not. There is no try. You got it. So what's your expectations of Rise of Skywalker after seeing... I'm ready for a new trailer. Dude, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, too. man. I'm ready. I, all I know is uh, I think that J.J. Abrams is a legitimate Star Wars nerd. I think yes. he's a legitimate hardcore nerd. I mean, I, to be able I to totally cross agree. over and do Star Wars and Star Trek is <laughs> crazy. And, and see, he made me lot. enjoy Star Trek. Me too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> me too. Yeah. Right here. But that's the thing. I bet you there's a bunch of Star Trek fans that hated that, that. hated that Star Trek. But there you go. <laughs> right yeah. But it brought new weird nerds that yeah. never really watched Star Trek yeah. into the fold of Star Trek. That's mm-hmm. what they were going for. That's the same thing they were going for with this movie. What they're doing now with The Last Jedi, I think by bringing J.J. Abrams back, he's not going to do anything that's going to really fire up the fan base. Yeah. Um, and that's good for this one. But that's also why we're getting... The Rise of Skywalker, we're getting, this is the last trilogy, this will be the last. They've said that 400,000 times. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be the last trilogy. They're going to do other stuff, but they want to get it through our thick old people skulls that this is the last one you guys get. Yeah. Stop complaining. You know, it's for the next generation. What they were doing, What here's the biggest thing. You know what? All right. For example, uh, Master Ugwe, you ready? You um, ever see Kung Fu Panda? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Master Ugwe says this one thing where he goes, sometimes we meet our destiny on the path we are taking to try to avoid it. What those fans did, those toxic fans and all those people that crushed Solo, is they took away what Disney was going to give us. Yeah. Disney yeah. was going to put out side movies for us till we died. Yes. They were going to give us Mando. They were going to give us Obi Wan. They were going to give us a million Yoda. different movies. Why not? We'll give you an extra movie once a year for the fan base as long as you guys pay for it. Right. Yeah. And then they got us freaking Solo, which was so much fun. Man, that car gets stuck on the side. And I was like, yes. He goes, plays with the dice. I was like, yes. He goes and does something silly or does that little smirk or does that little scheme. Yeah. Or, dude, even Lando, I thought he did great. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Glover was he was so cool, man. And the thing is, is, some people will never ever be cool with that. But because you bashed it so much and because you crushed it, which now it has like an eight on IMDb. So it went from that five where everybody was trying. To crush it, and people yeah. are like, "Oh well, I ran." Once they it gave it a red chance, box. once they gave it a chance, once it hit actual DVDs, mm-hmm. people are like, "Well, it wasn't that bad." Yeah. <laughs> I figured. I figured if you didn't like the movie, just seeing Darth Maul at the end, yeah, would have brought you on board just to see where they were going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Well, see, they they the the fan base did that Ugwe thing where they literally. They crushed this movie without giving it a chance, and therefore they crushed all the fun movies we would have got. Because they were, yeah. dude, Rogue One was not for anybody but our generation. Oh right. It was long and drawn out and ridiculously boring if you're under the age of 10 years old. Yes. yes. Yeah. But for me, it was like, oh, I yes. loved it, man. I you know? absolutely loved it. So I totally hear you on that, but that's what they were giving us. And so hopefully they're not real fans. Um, if they are real fans, you totally blew it. Shut your mouth. Say thank you for the free movie that cost me $12 to watch a $8 billion movie. Say right. thank you. Move on to the next one. You didn't like it? Go watch Mary Poppins. Yeah, that was a fine flick. You know, yeah, it's yeah. got nothing to do with space. So what do you want to see in Rise, uh, Rise of Skywalker? What is one thing you... W- I mean, we all know that more than likely it's not going to happen. 
because <laughs> we just don't know what direction the director is going to go. Yeah. But what is something you would love to see in the rise of uh, Skywalker? And I want to hear from everybody. Yeah. Right. I want to see Ray be awesome. I want to see her be the next level of Jedi. I want to see her do crazy, crazy things. Um, I want to see the Emperor can the whole Emperor thing could work out or whatever. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but I also don't believe it'll be like a straight on thing. It'll be like a apparition or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like a force. Ghost I'd like type to see thing, like they've yeah, done with like a Yoda, Obi-Wan. And I'd all like to see a Luke force ghost. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. Or yeah. I'd like them to totally flip it on the totally flip it on the head and be like, Luke didn't die. That was a projection of a projection or something. Because if you think about it and this is just me being an extra, right. I want to hear it, brother. Come on. <laughs> all right. He's sitting on that rock, right? And yes. he's supposedly, teleporting mm-hmm. his thing whatever through the thing and then what happens is he disappears on the rock now luke has a metal hand mm-hmm. right. and if you die in the force whatever's metal drops we drops. know this from obi-wan yes. correct now they could have totally botched that and that may be just there wasn't which i also think for every star wars movie till the end of time get a test focus group of like eight nerds and they'll be like hey listen there was a huge mistake in TFA I mean I let it go but still they turn on the lightsaber wrong they use mm-hmm. the wrong button and it's right. like dude everybody knows which button you use on a lightsaber come yeah. on man Yeah, I yeah. saw the same thing you just need was, a guy yeah. you know to be like listen just move their hand down a little because that's not how yeah. that works because that's a real thing it's a lightsaber well we all right. said that I remember no hand dropped Yeah, I think, that, I no think hand that's a dropped. pretty big botch mm-hmm. I really think it, where you're going with this. Yeah, and I mean, it could be something like that because there were a lot of things there on that Skell Michael place or whatever that we didn't really get to see. I mean, why was the X-Wing there? How did he get there? How did this happen? Who is Snoke? Still, this is still a question. And that's the thing. I'm sorry, but you can't just go into a movie where everybody's been asking who is Snoke for three years and say, oh, just Snoke is nobody and he's dead. I call shenanigans. My guess is Snoke is Darth Plagueis. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's okay. the only thing I could think of with just reading books and stuff that is canon and yeah. what they allow. Yeah. I mean, he was scarred up. He was messed up. He does have the hunk of throat missing. Mm-hmm. He was super duper powerful and he could avoid death. Mm-hmm. So that's my guess. If it turns out being him, that's cool. If they just totally forget about it, I don't know. You know, but JJ could do whatever he wants. He could have Finn wake up in that back to tank again and be like, oh, it was all a dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? <laughs> you Bob yeah. help you us. Know? Yeah. Which would be crazy. So I don't know. All I know is I'm really excited to see it. And I'm super excited that there's new Star Wars all the yeah, time, man. It's it's very seldom that you get something from your childhood. I mean, shoot, man. They're not going to just come out with a brand new, like, 1970 Chevelle for me tomorrow. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Who does that? It's really cool. And that's what we have, even with all the uh, DC and Marvel and everything like that. We have these people that were nerds like us back in the day, but now they run like Fox and yes, Disney. Yeah. And it's nice, man. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. really a whole different. You know, world. when they said back in the day, nerds will rule the world, they weren't wrong. No, not at all. Not at all. That's because we know how to do things, man. And if we don't know, we figure it out. And we've been picked on so much in our lives that go ahead, pick on me. What do I care? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, gonna keep doing me, way. man. That's yeah. Just please don't stop making them. That yep. yes. that would probably don't break my heart them. more. Even if I didn't like the movie, at least I got to see it and judge it for myself. And then just keep making more because I'm going to yep. watch yes. them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I will spend them. my money yes. on Star Wars regardless of what you what you you give me. And if you actually step back, at least with nerds like us that watch unbelievable amounts of media. 
how many bad movies have you seen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A million? Yeah. Does oh, it yeah. really matter if you Does just the 80s count? Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, man. I'm a big fan of like ski school, you know? Like that was my <laughs> <laughs> So um the uh so the after uh Rise of Skywalker, apparently we're not gonna get another Star Wars until twenty twenty two. Which I'm okay with. That's uh, what they say, but they're launching that Disney um, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. You got Mandalorian. You got Mandalorian. So we got Mandalorian. And you and got Clone Wars. Uh, well, the thing is, though, that. is that the original plan, Kathleen Kennedy's original plan, was that mm-hmm. we were going to get one a year until that whole debacle happened, and then they went back to the drawing board. Even Kathleen said in a few press conferences and interviews that mm-hmm. she wanted to come back to the table and regroup for a little bit. And, uh, and something interesting that I read, the, I was reading last night, is that uh, Kathleen Kennedy's... Um, contract with Disney runs out in 2021. I'm curious to know if Disney might make a helm change. No way. You don't think so? so. She's making billions of dollars, man. Hand over fist. They can't drag the money in fast enough. Oh my god, the Star Wars land now at Disney, like thank you. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, thank you. We're going in Please. October. Yes. And that is something I'm glad they did this in my 30s. Did you hear what they're going to do with the hotels eventually? Yes. No. They're making a hotel, right? And yeah. then what you can do is when you register for the hotel, you tell them what you want to be. So you say, I want to be a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. And then at like two in the morning or something, you get a phone call and they'll be like, you've got a bounty down at blah, 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 blah. Go oh, get really? It. And you're like, all right. You know, and you got to go do it. And they'll reference you as that the entire time you're at the hotel. That's cool. So they'll be like, welcome, Mr. Boba Fett or whatever. Oh, you know, that's dude, awesome. It's going to be nuts. So, yeah. But they keep coming out. How lucky are we to have chose something i mean we could all be just massive fans of the last unicorn instead and then what would we talk about right yeah the last unicorn yeah (laughs) (laughs) the red bull they stole that one straight up huh they stole red bull from the last unicorn there was that red bull remember that came out of the ocean that was Mm -hmm. terrible what weird things we were allowed to watch when we were kids oh yeah fantasia fantasia yeah dude yeah, well, oh kind of messed God. up for that. If yeah. I could erase Fantasia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's get into ICC Con, man. Yeah. This, If you can't see on our video, we're uh, already we, wearing the we, swag, baby. We got, we're we got ahead of... We got the logo of, up right now. Uh, yep. Got, we got the swag on. We got the logo coming. Uh, so yeah. let, this last segment is going to be all ICC because we're excited to be a part of this. Yes, we are. We want to thank you for yeah. uh, letting us be a part of this Please. because that we think, you know, not only for a local convention, we want this to be the next, uh, you know, Middle Tennessee or, you know, Greater Tennessee uh, convention for all these fandoms. And, you know, with a with a star wars focus you know and being that we're major star wars fans ourselves we're, we're loving and being part of this so ha- tell us you know uh how did you inch into getting this con man because we know that you started out with the uh the website you know yeah. well i appreciate it man first of all for uh you guys helping out everybody that does help out this is exactly how something like this grows mm-hmm. um just a bunch of nerds getting together and making something that's fun uh, I started this. The reason why I started originally uh, ICCCon, I was at a giant corporate convention. And uh, to sit at this corporate convention, I was in a room. It was the VIP room. I was there with my wife. And uh, around our necks, we each had a $750 badge. And we were eating $27 plate of orange chicken. I wouldn't feed my worst enemy. <laughs> and uh, I have a $9 Coca-Cola in my hand. <laughs> 
and I'm looking in the corner, and there's one water cooler, and it's tepid with like those little cone cups, so you can't oh, even yeah. set down oh, your yeah. cup because God forbid you have a cup. And uh, I couldn't believe it. I was like, the 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 line skips weren't working for VIPs. This wasn't working. That wasn't working. There were. 10 billion people standing in line that each paid hundreds of dollars before all those tickets went to the secondary market, which now they go to the secondary market in like 17 seconds. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you're paying $1,000 oh, yeah. to get in there or something like that. I ended up being in the hole about $3,800 that was before hotel room, before rental car, and before buying a toy. Mm-hmm. It made me aggravated. And like every single thing in my life, it comes out of me being aggravated and me saying this needs to be fixed. Nobody else is going to get off their tush and do it. Let me do it. Um, That's where the IC came from. I mean, I started collecting Star Wars toys. And believe it or not, seven years ago, I had the knowledge that we had when we were little, you know, which is, you know, some of the stuff, but just from word of mouth. And so you make a mistake or something and you Mm -hmm. get crushed. Me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been through that. I've been crushed. But oh, now yeah. I know lots more stuff because there are kind people that help and teach and grow it. And that's how you learn things. So even me, who runs all these pod, uh, runs all these Facebook pages and the con and all this stuff, I mean, I was a noob seven years ago. Yeah. But nice people helped me grow out of that. And that's why I started the IC to get away from that. And then that's what the con started from is because what these other conventions are is they are giant corporations that have figured out how to get the cool stuff in a room for us to see and then charge the absolute maximum amount of money for it. Yeah. And you end up going, I was already that much money in. I mean, you spend two, three, four, five grand at these cons, and then you have to travel on top of it, especially if you're from Middle Tennessee. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want to do. I wanted to see behind the curtain. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do. And I wanted to find out how much you can actually throw a con for. And now last year we had a con, right? It was a legitimate full size con. Did you guys enjoy yourselves? I didn't get to go. I was not yeah, one anybody. To go. You got to go. I got to there go. There you go. Did you like it? I, yeah, it was good. See, I did, for a starter con, for a was, starter con, it was, it was really nuts, good. Right? It yeah. was really good. It was. Um, there was um, the Shatner thing was really cool. He was a cool guy. The mean green the, the stuff mean, like the that. The green was cool. The arena style you had yep. was really cool. I thought was. Um, it was definitely better than the first time I went to Fan Fest. The first time I went to Fan Fest was a real letdown. Right. Um, but, but see, felt- that kind of thing was just out of building it for that one year. It doesn't, you know what I mean? These other ones have been established for 20, mm-hmm. 30 years. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is how much did it cost you? Technically, it was free. Okay. Well, if you didn't get a free <laughs> but, thing, but yeah, uh, but it, it was well. A friend of mine came with me, and it was it was like eight bucks. I think it was, it was, it was uh, the the regular tickets were fifty bucks a piece. Or and uh, if you got just the regular ticket, but you snuck in the back, that's okay. No, <laughs> I, I I work for a company that. I, that sponsors the event. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, he hooks me up with all the uh, wonderful everything. Actually, that's yeah. actually even how I got the sounds. Yeah, was through. Uh, what's his face Eric yeah Eric yep yeah I I work for uh, Fox 17 so yeah yeah he's my fancy pants that gets me into into green rooms and stuff shout out to Eric Dahl yeah Eric Dahl thanks brother for the rock and roll another great guy that's so nice to me but there's a collector he collects guitars yes he does like that so that's he's just a different kind of nerd he is so he gets it man and that's what I love that's why he came in here. He's like, here, you're going to want to go to He's this. such a good dude, man. He's he, great. He really I love is. Eric. But there you go. That's one nerd telling another nerd about another nerd, which ends up getting right. you to go to a convention and gets me on a podcast. That's how these things grow. Exactly. The thing is, man, is even if you would have spent the regular amount of money, it would have cost and you. And I would have. I would. Like, it was good enough. For, I would have. 
if I didn't work yeah. there, I would have paid the, the 50 But it would have cost you 50 bucks plus it costs, I mean, the food is like $3 for a hamburger and fries or three fifty or something like that. Or it's uh, $2 for a 20 ounce soda, free parking. You know what I mean? Yeah, like little yeah. things like that. It really keeps the cost down, especially if you go with a family of four, man. I was just talking about two people at that corporate convention running me over $3,500 just to walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going with a family of four, you're talking six grand. Oh, yeah. If you're going with a family of four to ICCCon, you can get in that family four-pack of tickets. I think it's like $130 or something cheap. I keep it low. I mean, kids are even free on Sunday, and they're 10 bucks on Saturday. It's cheap. Yeah. I want families to be able to afford it. So you go, and you go meet movie stars, and you go learn how to fight like a Jedi. I have this guy coming that's going to do a Jedi training academy. Like, legit. He's the guy who trained, like, Qui-Gon Jinn how to fight with a lightsaber. So it's no joke, man. He's coming over from England, Andrew Lawton. And, uh... Like, stuff like that, and you get to see these giant full-size props and the world's largest Jurassic Park display outside of Universal Studios. And those are the kind of things that we're gonna have that... that allows you to get those things. But here's the thing. The guy who does the Jurassic Park thing, George Crenshaw, really nice guy, but he he's the head of the Jurassic Park uh, Collectors Club and everything down here. And he does all this stuff, but he doesn't, he's not charging for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that doesn't require me to mm-hmm. add on extra money onto the food or onto the drinks or onto the whatever. Oh, right? yeah, man. And that keeps all the costs down. So, I mean, a family of four can literally come two days to a full-scale convention right in Nashville, Tennessee for under 200 bucks. That's oh, with man. lunch. Yeah, that's really good. That's cheap. Yeah. So Super that's cool. what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and like even, for example, all the guest stars. We have over 32 guest stars from the movies. I'm not talking about like Ron Rudat or Kim Simmons that are the guys that created the toys we love, but actual movie stars. Those movie stars, all their autograph prices and stuff, they come into me. Every other con on the planet adds money onto that. And that's mm-hmm. where you see the autograph prices. Mm-hmm. ICC Con, it'll be the cheapest in the entire world because I don't. Whatever is charged on that autograph price is the exact cost that that guest star charges. So you're going to be able to get more autographs. I want you to be able to buy more things and buy more toys and buy more autographs. And mm-hmm. I want you to have that extra money. And I don't need it to come to the con because, as we found out earlier, this isn't my income. Right. This is just right. something that needs to be here that we need right. and we need to grow and make awesome. And if eventually it breaks even, that would be great. Right. If eventually it makes a couple bucks and I get to play Star Wars for more of my life, that's great. You yes. know? Yes. But that's not what I'm going for. I'm going for a better experience, a less expensive experience. Because, man, I just got back from a con. And I love going to big cons. And I love going VIP or doing this mm-hmm. or doing that. But I wasn't even able to get VIP. And I walked out, and it cost me over $10,000 between my wife and I before buying any toys. Oh, wow. Now, granted, we had a very nice room. And Speaking granted, of your VIP, a- I'm putting... a. The VIP picture right now to our Facebook nice. page. Two hundred fifty bucks, yeah. and you got to meet and greet William Shatner, like yeah. close enough to be Check like, out bro, this what VIP kind of ice cream you like? guys can get going to the ICC. See, VIP. It's you get so many benefits for this, and how much is it? Two hundred fifty bucks. Two hundred fifty bucks. You get to meet. You get and greet all the famous stars. Free food. Free, free sodas. Food. Free chips. Free it's, snacks. Free swag. Meet like literally meet people like right how we're sitting, dude. You were there. Shatner, mm-hmm. right? What was he? Three feet from you? Not far at all. And being like, I did this, and what is your name? You know, he, he was very crazy. talkable. He was neat, he man. Very, he would talk to everyone. Yeah. 
people sometimes say, you know, and that's the thing, you never know until you meet somebody, but people sometimes say with, you know, oh, Shatner's difficult, but man, wasn't he like the coolest dude ever yeah. that was super duper nice? He would he would talk yeah. to anyone. Yeah. See, whenever I go to cons, I look forward to the guests. Yeah. I When we've went, that's what I go for is the guests. So I want you to tell us because... I'm excited about two of your guests, especially. Okay. Because I'm a Ghostbusters and Congo fan, and I'm a Back to the Future nice. fan. I like that. So, well, you're in better hands than you should be. Oh, man. <laughs> Cannot wait. So, tell us some of the guests that are going to be at ICC this year. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of them from the Star Wars movies. Um, Ernie Hudson is who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're also going to have... Uh, let me think. Uh, Mark Anthony Austin, he played Boba Fett. We're going to have another Boba Fett. We're going to have Daniel Logan coming. Uh, we have a lot of people from the new movies. We have some people from Harry Potter, like Andy Hurd and Clemson. Uh, for you, we got some uh, We got some Power Rangers coming. We yes. got the Yellow Ranger. We got uh, Tracy Lynn Cruz. We got the Blue Ranger. Uh, Blake Foster. Blake Foster. And we have, um, who else? Font. Uh, what's his name? Font is his last name. I'm trying to look. I don't have it here. See, I should have had a list here, folks. That's but, okay. uh, that's right. Timothy Zahn Timothy is going to be there, who we've been just that's chatting who, about. With the, I, uh, yeah. I can tell you right now, this guy right here who's on your screen, Timothy Zahn, yeah. knows how to write a Star Wars. Yes, oh, yeah. Knows. If oh, you've yeah. not read a book by Timothy Zahn, you go out You're right now. Out. You are missing out. Heir of the Empire. He's the one who created Grand Admiral Thrawn. You need to go read these books. Mm-hmm. Another Do you one, want to hear something really sure. cool about Timothy Zahn? Yes. Now, Timothy Zahn, I have loved my... Since he wrote the books, he, I am a huge, super fan of his. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Too, like man. So when he actually wrote me back, I was like, holy crap. Timothy Zahn's right. <laughs> you know, that's what we did when we saw that he's coming to your con. Me and Matt were like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I don't even know how to explain it. Dude, even like his uh, his email address is very, uh, I can't say it obviously. No, of there, course. But his email address is very uh, Star Wars-y and yeah. like focused. And it's like, dude, you're so cool, man. Even your email address is cool, man. And, uh, but he was so nice. And uh, one thing about him is he's been so nice the whole way and helpful. But uh, on top of it, I'm getting everybody's prices for what their autographs and their stuff costs and blah, 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 blah. He goes, and you could tell he's a fan, you know? He goes, nothing. I go, what do you mean, nothing? He goes, zero. He goes, you got my book? You got my whatever? I'll just sign it. See, that's You want a selfie? I'll take care of it. You want a photo op? We'll do this. We'll do that. Whatever. I don't care. Um, Just for free. And lots of people do that. You know, Sansweet does that. And there's some other guys that do that. And that's wonderful. And the other thing is, is I do understand the ones that are trying to offset costs. And they do what they can do or what their Mm -hmm. autograph is worth. Because if they didn't, you'd get one of those people who are not fans showing up and being like, give me 80,000 and make them out to eBay. Exactly. And it's like, you you have to control that as well. But uh, the Timothy Zahn thing is just, it's, it's. An unbelievable response to get to that question. What do your autographs cost? Because they cost money. I paid, you know, they, they're the thing you pay for. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. he's just like, don't worry about it. Zero, zero, zero. And I'm like, so come on out. Meet one of, at least I can say, the best writer of our generation. For oh, me personally. Oh, come far. meet him for completely free. Grab a book that's going to cost you, what, 14 bucks and change your life. 
Oh yes, I mean, oh, man. <laughs> Air the about Empire Root, is man. by far one of the best Star Wars books ever. Unbelievable, one of my favorite uh, yeah. books of all time. I want to interject Seriously. real quick and apologize yeah. to everybody in Facebook land. We're having problems with our headphone amp right now, so mm. every once in a while it's just it's recycling, and I have no idea why. It's the first time I've ever run across this issue, so. I don't know why this is happening. I'm going to have to figure this out for our next show. But. I'm easy, man. It's it's working for and us. Everyone knows that technology is technology, and sometimes it messes up. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what, what it, what's going on. I don't know if it's overheating or what, but, it, you know, I don't know. It comes and goes, so it is what it is right now. So it may, I may have to get it replaced. I don't know. So let's talk about some of the vendors. that are get, Do you yeah. have any returning vendors? Oh, tons of vendors. Um, actually, one of the big ones that people like a lot is Beckett um, Authentication. They're going to mm-hmm. come, and they're going to have a much bigger booth, and that way you can get your autographs authenticated. If that is what you do, there's a lot of people that uh, do send-ins for autographs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We even have a send-in guy, Kip Hennerkin. Um, I don't know if you know him, but he's on Facebook if you ever reach out or anything. But he will, like for the people that can't make it, he'll get your autographs for you. Um, but... Anything like that where it's the way the way it is. All right. For example, the autograph area, the way it's set up is you can like walk through it and click a picture. If you don't have $40, go ahead and take a picture. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. You know what I mean? You know how yeah. sometimes they do like these maze cavern oh, things yeah. where it's like, oh, no, you better pay for that picture. Or you're going to die. You know, it's or they do like for photo ops. They'll be like, oh, you want one person in the photo op or eight? Because mm-hmm. if you want eight, it's 20 bucks a person. If you want one, it's 20 bucks. You know what, man? Bring your entire baseball team and come get a picture. It's going to mm-hmm. be whatever the price is for one photo op. Mm-hmm. That guy's just using his finger to click the button once. I mean, right. what's the problem? Yeah. I don't like those kind of things. I just sorry, I get off on all these tangents. What was you no, again? No, just some of the oh the vendors, vendors that um, you're excited yeah, about. Yeah, uh, there's going to be also AFA there, um, Action Figure Authority. They also do great video games. They're a grading company. CAS will be there. Collectors Archive Services. They're a grading company. Uh, Hakes uh, Auctions will be there. You know Hakes. I don't know if you guys just I saw Hakes, yeah. the darn rocket fat that yeah. sold for one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars two days ago <laughs> Jesus. for a three point seven five inch figure. Man, that's <sighs> they have a lot of good stuff on Hakes, dude. I, I just tell wish you, I like, could afford it three four years ago man there was one that came up and it was like 30 grand and i'm like that's insane i won't pay over 20 you know and i like put my foot down and blew that one man. <laughs> that's worth 70 grand more two years later but then yeah. again it's good because that would bring up the thing like oh do you sell it because it's just so much mm-hmm. but i wouldn't want to have to make that decision and then yeah. i'd be the idiot with like a car that's breaking down and a hundred thousand dollar toy on my wall you know what i mean <laughs> so Hey, you got to make those kind of decisions yeah. sometimes. Um, also, we have tons of vintage Star Wars vendors. Also, one request I did get last year, which, as we said, people collect different things. I had no idea, but um, I pop vendors. Mm, Funko guys. Pops are yeah, huge. They are huge. Um, yeah, they are. And yeah. I am kind of the guy that was like, I don't like Funko Pops, so I'm going <laughs> to just turn down those and only have vintage. And that was actually one of the, the complaints that we did get mm-hmm. last year is not enough pop vendors, so we're correcting that. We're getting more comic books this year because people dig comic books, and uh, I'm just not a comic book collector. So right. these are things, the way that you said earlier, oh, it's cool to have a Star Wars convention, Star Wars focused convention. The only reason why it's that way and that's why it's changing even more this year than it was last year. The only reason why it's that way is originally it was just me, a crazy person, with a plan. And so I was like, all right, I know Star Wars people. Like the, the right. sounds thing. That's the connections I have. The friends I have are Star Wars people. Um, 
and then it started spreading out into more and more stuff. So that's why we're getting, you know, Power Rangers, Jurassic Park stuff. But those are all people I met from last year's con that are bringing those things. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have the wonderful things of the old school, which is the very expensive vintage stuff, the crazy, you've never seen that before in a million years. The guys are coming up from Mexico, the little Lily Letty guys. Uh, we got Freddie coming up from Buenos Aires, Argentina to do the uh, top toys again. And we got another Lily Letty guy, uh, Luis Galvez, that's coming up from uh, Mexico. And he's the preeminent cool. Lily Letty guy in the whole world. Um, and then we got some people from overseas. The guy who did our badges, actually, Brent Scotchmer. Um, he's a tops artist, and he's from Australia. And oh. he's flying in from Australia. For Actually, here's a little. I'll give you a little. I haven't told anybody yet this, but. Uh-oh. With uh, the badges. Exclusive. Careful, yeah, it it's on exclusive. Facebook. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> with the badges, there's six or seven different badges, right? And he did them, and they're really cool. There's like a Stormtrooper and like a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and Power Ranger and a whole bunch of different stuff. And uh, the one badge that's going to be a certain badge, um, well, it's going to be the VIP badge. But the VIP badge um, has two special stickers that you can only get from Brent that'll go onto the badge to make it, like, complete. So it's okay. like a chase badge, which is crazy. And the guy, uh, he'll sign any badge you want or anything like that. And that way you can get the badge signed by the actual artist that is from Australia that flies in just for this show in Middle Tennessee. Wow. So we have lots of worldwide pull because of the Imperial Commissary thing, which mm -hmm. not only gets us really cool toys, but it gets us really cool guest stars. I mean, we have 22 guests coming from London. From wow. England. That's awesome. The reason why is because when's the last time you got to meet somebody from England and get something signed? Yeah. 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 But we are extremely lucky living in a giant booming community like Nashville because what did we just get? We got a direct flight from our international mm -hmm. airport 15 right. minutes from my house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't so much me planning on doing this as much as trying to do it and then it just being... It all clicking into place like the perfect game of Tetris. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and now so many more people are helping and so many more people and I'm on podcasts with the dude from Fox and you know, it's it's nice. I, I mean, mean we had the totally pleasure different. we had the pleasure of on You uh, guys are coming back. Oh yeah. yeah. Of Nukon new new comic book day or free comic book day. We actually got to meet Ula. Yeah. <clears throat> she came down. She came. We were Femi at Star. Taylor. Yeah, we were at Femi yeah, Taylor. We I were at Starbase. There. And she came. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. And uh, she came in and we just asked her, hey, can we do an interview with you? Yep. You know, 10, 15 minutes. And she's like, sure. And we were all like, um, uh, okay, um, let's do this. And, you know, asked a couple questions and it was great and it was a great interview and it was fun but it's like stuff like that yeah. this well, see, con can, this thing. con can bring that kind of stuff the prerequisite for any of my guest stars the only way you can get onto that list or into my radar at all mm -hmm. is if someone has personally mentioned to me directly that you are extremely kind that you interact very well with your fans mm -hmm. and that you love what we are do you know what I mean? I don't yes. ever want that one that's like, I don't like fanboys. Give me $700 for an autograph. You know what, dude? Go somewhere else. Right. I don't need you. Whatever. I we want have people. Some horror, horror stories yes. about oh. meeting, meeting your heroes. Yeah. I want folks that like, talk and realize that, you know what, man? Whatever you do, no matter who you are or how famous you are or whatever it is, the reason why you are that way is because of these people that watch your movies, buy your toys, talk you up on the internet, and this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. That's why these guest stars 
they're known for being kind. Yeah. So when mm-hmm. you go up to Chris Bunn and you're talking about, hey, man, what was it like getting completely shaved and being molded into stormtrooper armor? Like, right. I mean, the reason why stormtroopers are all the size they are is because they did it on his body. So he'll tell you about that, but he'll also tell you how it was like fun hanging out with Luke in the back and, you know, doing this with Mark Hamill. Right. And the funniest thing was Carrie Fisher because she was just so cool and these kind of stories. And not only do they engage with you and talk about these kind of stories but even if you wanted to talk about something else they wouldn't push you away they aren't you you guys know mm-hmm. i mean there's certain ones where they're just like give me the money get out mm-hmm. and those kind i don't <laughs> care how now. famous you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry <clears throat> excuse me a couple people have come up before that i have decided not to get because of that yeah but uh that's what i'm trying to do if you want to play and you want to be kind whether you are a guest star, whether you are famous, whether you are somebody that can just scrape together enough money for one ticket, mm-hmm. you're going to be treated well, and you're going to be treated like a human being, and there will be that kindness. And if you don't show that kindness in turn, that's what we have Nat for who's watching the show. Right. <laughs> and the other 18 guys on the... Dude, I got... Your my ar- security your detail is so cool. I mean, they're like... If you ever want to be in a room with like the coolest, most thoroughly serious individuals in the history of the world that happened and also collect Star Wars toys. Um, these guys are it, but they're so pro, man. Like, I mean, last year, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this because I don't Uh-oh. know anything like that, but they, they like had a secret Cadillac escape car for me and like all this stuff and I had these routes and I'm like, dude, I don't think anybody hates me that much, man, you know? But, but uh, even William Shatner said they were by far the most professional security detail he's ever worked at the that's convention. That's cool. So, and that was a security detail that's half the size of the one this year because that's another thing. We live in a world where it's unsafe. Yes. And yeah. you have to Sad do everything you can to make it safe yeah yes. and those are the kind of things i mean those are the kind of things you focus on it and also garbage cans man <laughs> you don't think about it but you'd be surprised how oh, much no. garbage people at, create at new, at new york comic-con that is one of my biggest that is one of my biggest complaints is garbage the garbage is every like it's falling yep. off the garbage cans and they're not coming by and picking it up at a at a i mean yep. it starts smelling mm-hmm. bad by like the third day in the middle of yeah. the day because especially on saturday saturday is the biggest day i mean i'm sure it is for yeah. for icc oh, yeah. saturdays is when you know hey everyone's off bring your families or you know i guess kids days more of sundays but well yeah, yeah but the, 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 people don't like think me. about the garbage but that is yeah. a big thing that's a that's a little thing is the garbage and uh what else is it uh there's such there's like silly little things there was uh we didn't have uh tape duct tape <laughs> yeah, that is a lesson a we thing. learned. We keep yeah. duct tape everywhere. Man, yeah. there's duct tape in every single vehicle I have for the, the end of time. I don't yeah. care if it's a quad; I will tape duct tape to it. Yeah, because it's uh, and it will stick. And it's little things like that, you know. But you learn all those things, and then the next year you don't run into the same problems. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. So speaking of that, how long after the con is over? Do you go ahead and start planning next year? Yeah, year's that's the question I was curious about. Um, well, I uh, currently I'm planning next year's. I mean, already. So you're already yeah. in it. Well, see, the thing is, is, as I said, I have so many different department heads this year and so many more folks helping that it's taken a lot of the brunt off my back. I mean, last year I was building a website from scratch with the little information I could think of and how right. to do it. This year, I have the dude who builds Arby's websites that happens to be a cool nerd Star Wars collector that's knocking out the incredibly insane nice website mm-hmm. I have now. 
You yes. know what I mean? It's like yeah. so much better. Yeah, it <laughs> and it didn't take me any time um, because just Chip, Chip uh, just knocked it out and he's so good at it. And that's the thing. We all have things that we're very, very good at that we, if you let them run with it, they're going to do an awesome job. And that awesome job allows more people into it allows more people to see the website it looks more impressive it looks more legitimate i mean just the the first shot of the episodes that we're putting out we're putting out mm-hmm. these episodes of first shots and this they're just great they're clean the right thanks bro i appreciate yeah, they that. look really good but i mean it's it's high quality and that's the reason why is because he knows how to do that i was doing stuff where i was uh like doing William Shatner was doing interviews on the radio last year or something and I was cutting in like pictures and it just looked awful you know but that was the best I could do at the time and then uh I don't know I I I started getting into the I don't know where was I again I'm sorry where uh, I keep getting lost your questions you are know <laughs> planning for next year planning oh for planning year's. for next year yeah when I really really start I start next uh, time we'll booking. send you a list of questions <laughs> it's not gonna help man I, I I had something up here and I totally lost it and that was like I was all planning for when you guys asked me about mm-hmm. what the guest stars were and I like couldn't scroll on here because I had something selected and I'm terrible at Excel but there you go my wife does the Excel now so these things that used to take me days take me a lot less time so I'm able to catch up right now we're trying to figure out the venue time because what happened is a couple major conventions switched their times mm-hmm. to right at the end of August, right at the beginning of September. So if mm-hmm. we go and try to fight with, I mean, man, no matter what way you cut it, if you're making a microbrewery, you know what I mean? It may be the best beer in the world, but it's still not going to change the fact that you can't tell enough people about it like Budweiser can. Yes. Right. Yeah. And if Budweiser is the one making it, I mean... What yeah. are you going to do? That's so just the brand you know. You, you just go get to. out of their way and you say, hey, listen, the microbrew will be releasing on this day instead. So that's what I'm searching for right now is I'm searching for a time where we can still, because I love this venue. Yeah. Right. I love the fact that it's one of the only conventions in the world where you can go walk around and you could actually just plop down and sit in a free chair. What is that? What is that? That that's a thing at like all other conventions where they don't let you mm-hmm. sit mm-hmm. anywhere. Like, I mean, you're yeah. like a refugee on the floor with half a pizza and sitting in a hallway, and that's yeah. the best you got. We felt like happy. that at Heroes Con sometimes. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard, you know, those tables that you, they, they have, they've taken a bunch of those out. Why? Because, I don't know. Well, I don't see, know why that, that, that they would they do it. Got like 15,000 free seats, man, at ICCC. Come sit down, talk to a friend. You know. All right, man. Well, uh, why don't you tell everybody the information where they can find about your yeah. your website, your con, and um, sure. things like that. All right, here. I'm going to shut this laptop so you can see I actually do all these things right off the top of my brain. That's how <laughs> weird my brain is. You were like, well, why do you do all these things? That's that's why, man. It's always gone. But uh, for anything involving the Imperial Commissary, which is the Star Wars Facebook groups, it's also we have uh, Facebook groups about buying, selling, and trading uh, different toy lines from even He-Man and wrestlers to anything. Um, those you can find all those at www.imperialcommissary.com and uh, on there you can also find a link to the podcast which is going to be www.imperialcommissary.com forward slash ICSW that's IC Star Wars is the name of the podcast you can also find the website for the convention at www.icnashville.com that's icnashville.com you can also follow us on Instagram at icccnashville you can follow us on Twitter at icccnashville and you can probably follow us on other things but I don't really know how to work those so just search for icccnashville and you'll find us my name is Mike Havens you can also search Mike Havens Star Wars and I'm pretty much everywhere.
where if you have any questions, I'm always willing to answer. I'm always willing to help. And uh, I'm also always buying Star Wars toys. So if you want to meet me really bad, get a really cool Boba Fett. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to have some uh, Boba Fett stuff to raffle off. Nice. So you come by come by in your own con and get I a will. raffle ticket. Hey, man, can I play? Is that the rule? Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, that's Anybody. I'm in. It's sold. The, some of the raffles will be free and some of the raffles will be that's a right. paid I'm, raffle. I love it, man. I'm Yours will be free. Raffles. No, well, no, I'll, I'll pay. I don't care. <laughs> if I get to play, that's the thing, man. I do lots of raffles. We do charity raffles and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. we do lots of raffles at the con, and that's a lot of fun. But the thing is, I'm never allowed to play. So I'm fired mm-hmm. up. You guys are coming. Absolutely. In. And you guys are coming, and you're going to do a live podcast. Yes, we are. And yes, you're we actually going to interview folks and, and stuff And I promise like you, our equipment will be working when we show up. Dude, so. I haven't noticed anything wrong, and you should really come record a podcast at my house. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even no, understand how pro this yeah. is, man. We're planning on going live. Um Probably multiple days live. Yeah. Um, and we, did we get you a club table or did we get you press? Make sure that I do press. I'll get you guys press badges. Even remember. if not, I'll upgrade okay. you to them, and that way you can squeeze in okay. better places. But the um, we're planning on going live. I know Friday and Saturday. Perfect. Sunday we might just enjoy the con and do a small yeah. Facebook live. Um, but we're we're planning on showing anyone and everyone we can this con. This is the con for people who want cons. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is the con that you want to go to because you're going to feel at home at this con and you're not going to feel like you I've been to many big cons and I feel out of place mm-hmm. at sometimes, especially the first time I went. Like New York Comic Con, I felt like a, ma- a, tough a mouse in a lion's den. That's huge. Um yeah. And at this con, you can feel like you're at home in one of the family. That's the one thing that is the best thing about this con that you have to see and experience. That it's it's something you can do with your family and that you can enjoy so much. So I'm looking so forward to this con. You have no idea. I appreciate idea. that, man. I really do. Thank you. All right, Michael. Thank you so, so much kind. for joining us today, man. We really Thanks appreciate for it. Me, man. Um, we've got a few announcements we're going to go over real quick. Um, we want to throw a shout out to Judd and his uh, crew down at Starbase 1550. Comics. Yes. Uh, check out Starbase1552comicshop.com if you're in the Middle Tennessee area. It's a great, great selection on comics and toys. Uh, coming up on um, July 27th, we're going to be talking to Gogo Bell about her dirty, nerdy burlesque show. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an interesting show. You can check her out on social I'm media. Forward to that show. Yeah, we're going to check her out on social media at Dirty Nerdy Burlesque at Dirty Nerdy Burlesque. Um, are we doing a on uh, August twenty fourth? Are we doing a show for our NFL fantasy draft? Or yes. That, okay. So uh, August in August twenty fourth. August twenty yes. fourth yes. is yeah. going to be our. Uh, we're going to do a live. I don't know how that will go. That'll be our first. Yeah, uh, that's going to be, be a, a process. An interesting. That's going to be an interesting show. All right, I'll work on it. Uh, so uh, also, you can catch us live in December. We're going to be at the Nashville Comic and uh, Toy Day Sunday, December first. It's going to be at the Nashville Fairgrounds. Uh, come out and see us live. For more information on that, you can check out ComicCityConventions.com or social media at Nashville Comic Day. Also in September, like we've been talking about today, we're going to be at the ICCC September 13th, 14th, and 15th. Come out, check us out live, be a part of the show. Don't know where you're listening to us today, but uh, we are on all the major podcast outlets. Uh, we're on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, now on iHeartRadio, and coming soon to Pandora. Uh, you can also find our entire archive at the Eclectic Collective. 
com. That's going to wrap it up for episode 36. It's our first mashup episode. Uh, we want to sincerely thank you, Michael, for joining yeah, us thanks, today. Mike. Thanks yeah, for having me, Michael. Guys. We, we had, a, had a lot of fun, and we thank can't you wait for, for ICCC. Thanks for uh, to everyone listening. Um, Sorry, that's my fault. My fault. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, was, I was hearing an echo in the yeah, background. That's totally my bad. My iPad um, took over. <laughs> uh, to, to everyone listening, we want to uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you like what you hear, please give us a uh, yes. rating, five-star rating on uh, iTunes. It helps us uh, get our show in front of a lot of new listeners. And we definitely want this show to grow. We're booking a lot more live shows, and we want to meet and greet all of you at our live shows and there's also a chance for you to take part in those shows when you come out to see us live um you have to come out live to see us to find out more information on that um if you want to keep up with us uh you can check us out on social media using the handle at nerdly eclectic you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram thank you all for listening to the eclectic collective and i see star wars today we hope to join hope you join us next time and until then Stay eclectic, everybody. Love, peace, chicken grease. <laughs>